1: Yeah, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans. In the first segment, we talk about our trip to Atlanta. We came back, Christian's got grills and a pimp cup. I've got a cane with all ice all over it. It's all amazing. One of us went to Magic City. We don't talk about that, but we can (laughs) call us and we can talk about that if you want. We also talk about Jack Harrison getting called up to England. We talk about uh, Nashville fiasco. We talk about a lot of things in the first segment.
2: In the second segment, we got a guest. We got Tropic Sounders, Siegeness, all the way from Southern Florida. (laughs) In-house. In-house, and it. Uh, yeah, we we word for, uh, for our safety, <laughs> but I, I want to let everybody know that we are okay, uh, and we cover everything about, uh, you know, soccer in South
1: Florida and uh, the state of the Seattle Sounders. In the third segment, we talk about some of the MLS games that have an impact in the playoffs. We talk about who might be going to the playoffs, who might not be going to the playoffs, whose points might be taken away and not going to the playoffs, who that might bring into the playoffs, <laughs> and you know what else we do? We have our first ever Yo, What Is You Doing Award of the Week. Ooh, what is you doing? Yo, what is you doing? I know what we're doing. Right now. That's right. We're going to stop talking about the (laughs) intro and we're going to get to the podcast. But we got that and more on this episode of The
3: Cooligans! Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than The Cooligans.
1: Yeah, baby. Hello. Welcome to The Cooligans. Oh man, yeah <laughs> oh, wait, am I supposed to talk now? Yeah, you were too busy celebrating Oh man, I was, uh, was pumping my fist in the air We are back and we are alive After a weekend in Atlanta Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like uh, I feel
2: like at least people expected One of us to be alive
1: Yeah, you, I think you <laughs> uh, People sent me food recommendations I was like do them all. <laughs> Let's see what happens if you eat everything in the city that fries butter. Uh, yeah,
2: we are back from, uh, from our trip to Atlanta for the Red Clay Comedy Festival, where, yeah. we, uh, where we
1: did a live show. We did a live podcast F in a front of a packed audience It was, uh, yeah we, we'll, we will get into that because it Standing was Standing room only
2: It was uh, lovely and it made us feel very, very good And, and happy about what uh, we're doing With our lives yeah. which, is, <laughs> which is the first time you Really? I, you know, I, as I know comics It's just you.
1: perpetual <laughs> failure And, uh, you know, it, it, you're 100% right, man We walked away I mean, you were getting huggy with your girl I was getting huggy with my girl I mean, It was just like one of those things where like every, just Everything felt right You know what I mean? Just like I had all this adrenaline going through me. I just, I was like in the best mood I'd been in a long, long time. And it's also, I think it's also like, you know, the come down from all the stress that goes into an event like that. But just, you know, just when you want something to go well and then it goes amazing, you're just like, wow.
2: Yeah. It was, uh, I was, uh, taken aback. I was, I was, uh, what else were you? (laughs) I was startled. What else (laughs) were you? I was, uh, 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 puzzled. (laughs) With all the support, puzzled. <laughs> I was like, "What is this
1: validation?" No he this, a... "This is so unfamiliar." I was outrightly confused. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, you and I talked for. I mean, we were exhausted after, but you and I were talking a little bit after, and I don't even think you and I said sentences. We were just like, "That was." I mean, it was you know, when you put the and then uh, like you and I had full blown conversations <laughs> like that. I mean, you know, sometimes and, and just uh, I would. I mean, exactly. I mean, yeah. You know,
2: whatever. It's just like, oh, can you be- can you believe? Yeah, I, mean, I don't I mean, know. I, I don't mean, know.
1: I thought about it, and then I was like, you know, and the other thing was, we did that for about twenty-five minutes while eating. You were eating octopus, and I was eating French fries.
2: Uh, so, but it did go well. So, we'll we'll get Incredibly into that. Well. But welcome to the show, everybody.
1: Uh, welcome to the cool again. <laughs> My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And, and yes. if you're listening and you're not from Atlanta, hey, <laughs> we're done hammering home the Atlanta thing.
2: Yes, if you, this is your first time listening, we we just did a live show uh, for for the Atlanta United fans at a. conference Comedy festival, uh, and uh, and it was very very fun. It, it went, was it went very very well. This was our first uh, live event outside of New York City. Yes,
1: and it, and, and all around our most successful live event, with,
2: um, without a doubt. Where uh, I I think the thing that uh, surprised me the most, where you know we our first interview uh, so far, the live shows that we've done were with uh, Jack Harrison and
1: Jimmy uh, Conrad,
2: Jack, Jack Harrison, Jimmy Conrad, RJ and, and R J Allen. Right, so. Uh, The Jack Harrison one, uh, well attended. Very well attended But but this was early
1: on In the Cooligans. A lot of people Had no idea who we were No in fact Remember we did The 100th episode A lot of people said They found out Who we were from that event Exactly
2: So that was uh, That was the thing Where there were people there But uh, I think the people There were like Oh I'm gonna go see Jack Harrison Right Not necessarily
1: Who are these two people Talking before (laughs) (laughs) Jack Harrison gets up get
2: these Get these guys out of the way I'm trying (laughs) to see more
1: Jack Harrison Uh, Do they even work here You know (laughs) Are you upper 90 employees Yeah (laughs) if we bring Our own microphones Do we get to talk Before Jack Harrison Harrison gets up, so, that was the general tone.
2: So that was it. so we had to kind of uh, we, we like, like, earn it, you know, we had yeah. to earn their trust, sure, as opposed to uh, and
1: we did. And now we know their bank codes.
2: <laughs> and then when we did, like, uh, for example, the RJ Allen event, that was like more of a private event for uh, for, for like a soccer academy, so it was all
1: like children in the it was open. all kids, so they, they definitely didn't know who we were, uh, they did not. <laughs> um, and then we told them. We were the Cooligans, and one kid was like, "Hey, you only have 200 subscribers on YouTube at the time." I was yeah. like, "Are you looking that up and as we're it. here?"
2: That's all that matters. The kids, they the kids know about the social media. They numbers. are too in
1: touch with <laughs> with uh, with internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. They cannot, you know, verify our validity <laughs> that quickly. They were just like, "Well, what's your engagement rate?" Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you're not really getting the numbers that we need. Like,
2: talk to me about your demographics. <laughs> what are we What are we looking at here? Look, you know, the the seven to nine
1: category really.
2: <laughs> You're really doing poorly in this You're not
1: doing much in this
2: <laughs> Like why are you Man yeah. You already know a lot about marketing
1: <laughs> What are your sponsors Are they animal crackers Because then I'm listening
2: <laughs> Okay uh, Oh gummy bears Okay uh, I can work with that A
1: fat free gummy bears Get about it here
2: <laughs> So uh, So But this Uh this uh, this show in Atlanta was uh, definitely not filled with children. Uh, and no, it, it, no, and, not at all. And it and was thank
1: God for that. <laughs> we went over
2: a lot. W- would've, yeah, would have went for. A, it would have been a very different show. Yeah, very much so. <laughs>
1: but this, a lot of cold sweating.
2: This was the 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 first time that uh, you know at the show I had asked like uh, I had asked the audience. I'm like, hey, how many people here? I've listened to the podcast before, yeah, and easily about like eighty percent of the people raise yeah. raise their hands politely, like children.
1: Yeah, <laughs> put your hands together <laughs> if you've listened to the Cooligans, and they're like, Buff.
2: you just hear the hand go up. Uh, so that was uh that felt very good because it, 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 the the thing I enjoyed about it the most was that it felt like a, uh, uh, a a thing that was unique to those fans in that room. It's one of those. Uh, it's a, a lot of times Like at, at improv shows right? The, uh, the, right the the beginning of the show they'll say uh hey let's get a suggestion from the audience and we'll, we'll... Please don't fall asleep
1: during the show. <laughs> yeah they they always <laughs> say
2: that. Uh but no they they say like this this show will be uh uh a, a thing that you what will happen Right now, uh, you'll be the only person, the only right. people to see it. Uh, it'll live here and die here and stuff like that. And that's sort of what it felt like—a a big like inside joke.
1: It felt like a. It also felt like a secret. Like, meeting. You know what I mean? Like, it was like
2: only for us. And the venue kind of uh, made it seem more like that. You know, it was like, it was a back room. Like, the door had, you had to push in the door to slide it over. Like, right.
1: It was like a center hinged wide door. So, like, it was like a big revolving door that you can't see through. Yeah.
2: It would be, if there was a bookshelf that you had to push in to, and like a a book that you had to pull
1: to turn the door around, they'd be like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, that would have been (laughs) dope. I bet you that was like their design at first. Uh, It was, it's just cool. And then, you know, we're performing in front of a shuffleboard machine and, Above us A machine A shuffleboard machine Isn't a shuffleboard machine It's not a machine
2: It's it's a It's a table
1: Oh it doesn't have those things That you knock up It doesn't have the pins That go up When you slide the thing under it Pins that go out You ever see that You throw it And it goes underneath the pins And if it goes under the pins The pins go up What do you mean Like Bowling it looks like bowling, <laughs> but you don't hit the pins. You go under the pins, and the pins go up into the machine.
2: I don't, that's not a shuffleboard machine. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I, I look. That's
1: not a shuffle. I don't even know. What, that's a different game. All I know is they asked <laughs> us not to put anything down on it, and immediately you put your bottle of water in the machine. Hey, I didn't hear this. I didn't hear this rule. Oh, no. They asked us. Whatever you do, just don't put Because my bottle
2: everything... of water was sliding over the shuffleboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were
1: all over the place. <laughs> uh, pins were going up, and now there's no pins. Uh, and also boxes of pizza went on the shovelboard machine. Yeah. So sorry Argosy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were performing with a, a Kraken above us. A huge wooden Kraken. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing was just wild. It was crazy. And it was one of those things where like you and I talked about it. And it was like we, we joke around all the time and we say that what we do is for the culture and we mean it. This felt like it was for the culture. Yeah. This it, felt like this was an event for soccer fans by soccer fans and in the tone of Soccer fans, that was it. Uh, yeah, uh, FSBS, yeah, for us bias. <laughs> um, for soccer, by soccer is what you meant. Yeah, and That's what that is it's it supposed now. to fubu. Okay, fizzbiz, <laughs> fiz-biz. <laughs> little little fizzbiz. LL <laughs> Cool J is like, I'll wear it, <laughs> but uh.
2: Uh, another, uh, we just have to say a huge thank you, yeah, to all the fans who showed up. That it was, uh, it was great, and uh, and 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 the and our guest. I mean, Brittany Arnold was amazing. There was so much personality, so funny, so great. Uh, I loved the the whole experience. We're gonna put out this podcast later this week, so uh, if if you're listening for the first time, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Uh, so you can, uh, so you won't miss out on that. It is legitimately super super funny, and uh, what I loved about it. Uh, more than anything uh, was how funny... Uh, the players and Britney were, it, yeah. Bobby Boswell. I mean, Bobby hilarious. Bos- so that was the surprise guest that a lot of people didn't know who. Were it was we gonna, not supposed to say it. We didn't. No, no, no. I'm oh, saying okay. that that was a surprise guest that the people who were there didn't know who. They was, did not know. They didn't know.
1: And they, the reason why it was a surprise. We had no idea if he was going to show up or not. <laughs> uh, was, yeah, <laughs> we felt bad marketing it that way, you know. But there was just no way of there yeah. was a no way of us knowing that. Uh, and that is uh, just to give
2: you an inside look uh, uh, under the hood of like what's going on at Cooligan's headquarters i <laughs>
1: We don't know either <laughs> We have no clue You know we don't know What we're doing But sometimes we also Don't know what's happening we And that's Well we may know Like from, from Maybe five minutes beforehand We know what we're doing Yeah But
2: we definitely don't know What's happening We never know what's <laughs> happening
1: Sometimes we listen back Or watch back And we're like What even happened <laughs> We don't even know What happened uh, But that's how we like to roll <laughs> And hopefully so, the fans Are with us so on that It really was that exciting Because Bobby Boswell
2: We were trying to uh, Reach out We reached out to him A while ago but Yeah he, through
1: a mutual friend and he agreed to do it but we didn't know but he, there was no confirmation there was no confirmation we didn't know if he was going to
2: be there so we didn't we hadn't heard back and it was one of those things where uh, a lot of times especially the team uh just played a game the night before right so it's, you you don't know who's gonna do they have the day off are they going to be available like it, it's 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 uncertain even the players are uncertain of what their schedules are going to be at,
1: like yeah. week to week and i think he even had said that if uh the players that didn't dress typically have uh, full practice the next day. Yeah, so he would not have been able to make it. Uh, so you know he was waiting on that. So we wouldn't have found out anyway until day of. Yeah. or at the very least the day before, which is when we started to hear word that yeah, I think I can make it. And they were feelers out for other players. Uh, we were trying to get Michael Parkhurst. We were trying to get some other players. Anton Walks, uh, Kenwin Jones. A lot of people, uh you know, feelers were out there, and it was just look, they have a game every two days. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so it's, like it's not- very difficult for them <laughs> to get back to us. They're but- not. They're Top priority. Tata's not like, before we go over the X's and O's, <laughs> did anyone respond to the Cooligans?
2: Did anybody, yeah. uh, maybe just CC c- c- me on that yeah, email when
1: you respond, just so I can keep <laughs> keep up. You know, I really want to get an answer for them. Uh, no mate until we decide which one of us are going go to go to the Cooligans. The and then all players are
2: like, it. oh, no mate.
1: <laughs> Come on. Not fair. No mate, Tata. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh but thank you Bobby Wazel. Thank you Julian Gressel. Julian Gressel was incredible again. Oh uh, I after a monster of a game uh, a goal and an assist the night prior which was how serendipitous. Yes. Is uh, the this. word
1: I definitely was going to use. <laughs> serendipitous. How perfect of um, yeah.
2: the the dude is like hey you know what I got a live show tomorrow guys yo joseph give me the rock yeah, because yeah. I, I really want to make it you know
1: so I, I don't want to look these- like a bum in front of the fans <laughs> man so yo martinez yo. set me up <laughs> do uh, the uh. right thing yes. homie uh i down i got this uh but
2: how incredible was that and, and
1: uh i've never felt bigger And yet less important in my life than right after the show as a group of fans just bum-rushed right past me to go talk to (laughs) Julian Gressel. I mean, never in my life have I felt bigger and yet so small. (laughs) Just Heisman-trophied you out of the way? I got mushed Mushed. by an older woman just... Right in the face! I was like, wow, where would you get such force? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> you work out your forearms, lady. Uh,
2: but how? Uh, what I loved about this was uh, that it, it not only was uh, like our first event in Atlanta, but it was our first event with like uh, a sort of a panel with multiple people on the panel, and I think it it, it made it for a little bit. It, it felt more like a comedy podcast than than a, a, a soccer interview show because how? I mean, legitimately. How funny
1: was Bobby Boswell? I mean, Bobby Boswell—he showed cr- up, crushed it. If he plays, though, if he shows up to a match the way he showed up to our podcast, I mean, he's going to be the best defender in the league. He's earned.
2: He, he's earned. Uh, he's earned time based on based on that podcast.
1: Oh my god! When he retires, buddy, grab a microphone, will you please? <laughs> because, <laughs> so funny, great stories, great stories, and you know, we had we had uh, we kind of did it almost like a like a late night talk show where I think my original intention was for you and I to sit on one side and then all the players to sit on the other side. But we did this thing where like the players sat in between us. I think it was just naturally happened that way. Again, we never know what's happening. (laughs) Uh, But I think it was because it was an issue with the microphone. So by the time we figured it all out, we were sort of uh, on opposite ends of whoever we were interviewing. And uh, we had, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Brittany, I I wanted to say Murphy again, Brittany Arnold (laughs) and Bobby Boswell still sitting to your right. So they were still on stage with one microphone microphone in front of them that they could sort of use so we had wanted you know them to be able to not interrupt but sort of have yeah. a say if something gets asked and then we we knew we were going to do a bit of and A, Q&A, so we thought maybe leave them all up there and uh bobby did not let go of that mic, man. Whatever Julian said, this guy had to quit. It would he come back? And we're like, dude, get off the mic, bro. You're stealing our shine here. I don't show up to your job and start clearing balls, okay? And get off of my damn podcast while you're so damn funny.
2: He was He was really great. I, 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 I Again, we we hadn't gotten that confirmation. We not, not, Also, we didn't meet Bobby Bobs We hadn't spoken to him.
1: We had no clue had what he no was I- going to be like. We had no idea what it was. We literally had maybe about... We start a little late, so maybe what, 15, 20 minutes beforehand, yeah. max, where we kind of could get any idea of a personality. And Julian brought his girl who was famous uh, from our podcast fans for (laughs) For being the one who, quote-unquote, doesn't like pizza. And almost immediately, she's like, by the way, I never said I didn't like pizza. She's like, I just said I hadn't eaten it yet. And and my thing was, like, how is that possible? (laughs) I've never heard of such a thing. What do you mean you haven't eaten pizza? I've been here for 20 minutes in the city, and I've eaten pizza. You know
2: know what? And uh, that that was also, like, a fun thing because uh, at least, like, You know, our our podcast is getting to the point where like players' uh, uh, girlfriends are they have to feel they have to feel like, look,
1: I have to make a statement. Well, so far we've (laughs) pissed off one player's wife and one player's girlfriend. I mean,
2: geez, we're 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 angering the wags of MLS. We're coming for your significant others, bro. (laughs) Uh, So, overall. So just so so happy. It, it was so fun. Thank you again. I mean, there were there were there's too many people to thank. But I mean, one one people one uh, one uh, people one people one of one of the, one, one of the 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 many crowds that we have to thank. Yeah, uh, is uh, Jay Riddle.
1: Jay Riddle is our Atlanta fixer.
2: <laughs> Jay Riddle. He is. Uh, he is uh, now. He's now the co-host of the Mouth of the South podcast, and he
1: does an amazing job on that. And
2: uh, he, I, but he helped us out so much to to help help the event. Just like. Uh, Yeah, he was
1: our liaison. He was our Atlanta liaison. Without him, I don't think... I mean, just first of all, he brought scarves for every player that sat down, got a scarf thrown on him. We did not ask him to do that. Yeah, uh, You'll see in the video he brought uh, some food for us to eat. We did not ask him to do that. He told everyone in Atlanta we did not ask him to do that. <laughs> uh, you know, he he also mitigated a lot of, you know, we were trying to sort of, um, you know, figure out, you know, we're we're sort of stuck in, a, a, you know, downstream without a paddle when we're in another city. And, you know, they have their own culture and their own podcasts and everything. And he sort of set everything up. He takes part in our video that we did with. um Atlanta United Fan TV. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it really was, it wasn't just for us. It wasn't just an opportunity to talk to uh, the fans and whatnot. And it, we wouldn't have had that opportunity either. If it wasn't for Jay, just everything he did. i we can't thank Jay yeah, Riddle perhaps, enough. Uh, yeah.
2: Applause. Jay Absolutely. Riddle. Thank you so much. Uh, and, the, and the fans, we are not just GIFs
1: <laughs> you know, or bad Photoshop. Just
2: more, more than GIFs. That should be, yeah. that should be his, uh, like his, his book, his book, it's
1: his just, business card. <laughs> it's more than Jay Riddle, more than GIFs, more than GIFs. Listen to the sounds. (laughs) Jay Ritter reading poetry more than gifs.
2: Uh, And and props to the people who did show up. And and I know a lot of people were uh, sad that they couldn't make it. Yeah, some Uh, people said they had to work. Yeah, uh, it, it was people, it,
1: it was yeah Thursday. It was a it Thursday,
2: uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, it
1: was at six thirty. So uh, understandable. Yeah, we tried to make it early enough so you can go right after work and not stay, stay away, stay out too late.
2: Yeah. And you got to tell your boss, like, yo, I'm trying to get out of here. The cooling is in town. Come on,
1: play. You know, there's traffic <laughs> who yeah, works what, after lunch. Really? What's up with that Atlanta traffic, though? That's insane. Yeah, a little uh, brand expected. What do, you got? what do you got? Two streets in the whole town. <laughs> Why is it the only streets I'm on? Yeah, there's just like the the, the there's not enough. Uh, they need to,
2: you know, break down some schools and put I some know, roads yeah. in there or something. Get rid
1: of this school for special needs children. <laughs> you know? we, need we need more highways. <laughs> um, but uh, some politician is listening right now, going <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. <laughs> but uh, thank
2: you uh, for the people who were there because uh, some people said some. Uh, amazing
1: things. Yeah, uh, I felt like they were lying to us. I felt like both of our ladies paid off people to be complimentary to us because it was just... Yeah. What it... Plaudits, right? That's the word I want to use. The plaudits that were thrown at us were absolutely insane.
2: Uh, I know... I don't know who this person was, uh, but... Uh, so my girlfriend was there. Uh, she was at the merch table. She was helping us at the merch table. Sound. Yeah,
1: my girl was taking pictures.
2: And... Uh, somebody somebody came up to her, and we were we had those uh, posters that we were.
1: Uh, it was like a you know pay what you want, pay what you want. Yeah, we you know we just wanted to make our money back for printing them.
2: Yeah, so so people would give like five bucks or ten bucks, and and we're incredibly grateful for it. Somebody gave five dollars, and then. Uh, and then they got the poster. And then they came back. And then they said, uh, "Here's, give me the five dollars back, and I'll give you ten because uh, these guys, I've had a terrible year, and these guys like they've l- literally made my
1: year, and they made me laugh. Yeah, whoever and that is, I don't know who I, I don't know who it was. You don't have to tell us either. Just we want to thank you. Just thank
2: you. I mean yeah. that means the world to us. And and again, we're it's just like we're just trying to do." We're just comedians trying to do a soccer podcast and be a little silly. But the fact that that we could have that effect, then anybody will would see it as some kind of. You you know, some therapeutic in some way, and it can make you feel better. That's uh, that wasn't even our intention when we started doing this, but that legitimately means the world to us. And and it kind of when I heard that, was like it kind of made me emotional. I'm like, all right, I mean, you know, we're not just uh, idiots uh, talking about farting all day, Uh, and you know, we're idiots talking
1: about farting making a difference. (laughs) Making a difference. (laughs) That's what we are, (laughs) you know. And You you know, it's you know, it's like people who just do this. I mean, when we started, we had no idea how or if this would ever make us any money. And obviously it still hasn't, but uh, you know, if this would be successful, you know, I tell the story all the time, you know, Christian and I painted a wall in his apartment green. And then we're like, does anybody even care about comedy and soccer after we've already right. changed your apartment? What now? <laughs> <laughs> so this does it itself, right? The wall's green. We're good now, right? We get money from YouTube. Is that how that works? Uh, we had no idea. So if this, if this has a positive effect on anyone's life whatsoever, or just lightens your day for a few minutes or sometimes four hours, uh, you know, thank you for uh, telling us that. Cause that means the world to us. Cause you know, that's our, that's our goal is to, to, you know, make this shitty world, a little bit uh a little bit brighter which you know is something that I don't think we even mentioned but we should probably bring up yeah uh, you know i i don't want to say thoughts and prayers cuz i don't think either of those things do anything if you do good for you uh they don't for me i don't know what else to say besides i uh, you know every time i hear about it i am becoming more and more desensitized uh to the gun violence and to these mass shootings and that makes me deeply deeply sad i grew up in a city that had uh major major issues uh with with uh youth dying from gun violence and uh it was one person or a few people it was never 515 people injured uh, 58 people dead that sh- shocks the world that I mean if it doesn't shock you anymore uh, go get help and I don't mean that as in disrespectful if that doesn't shock you if that doesn't hurt you please call somebody uh, make sure that you don't become someone who can do that that major amount of damage as well look I'm cold I'm cold to a lot of things this is not one of them I don't know how anyone else can be and if you if you have a phone google your congressperson Call them, leave them a voicemail. Writing doesn't matter anymore. Calling, they have to respond. They have to respond to your phone call, so they, it would mean something. I don't care if you just want to tell them that you think it's fucked up. You don't have to. If you want, if you're not for gun law changes, that's fine. I think I am. I think Christian is. Yeah. um, I, you know, I know I am. I should say, I think Christian is. If you're not for that, just tell them. You uh, think let me fu- let me just put my gun away. Sorry. Oh yeah, jeez, I told you not to bring the AK. <laughs> Why? Look, I want to hear about Draco's and music, not see them in my apartment. Um, you know, I I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. You know, it.
2: it I mean, for me, it's uh, seeing all the, you know the news about Vegas and seeing you know those absolutely tragic videos. It's just like, how bad do things have to be before uh, before anyone, even if you're like pro gun, like before you're like at least question and be like, you know what, maybe. You know, maybe this is causing a problem. Maybe I don't need to have this uh in in my life or maybe I don't need to be such a staunch supporter of of a, of a very
1: rigid amendment. You know, Uh yeah, it's it, I mean, you know, the point's been made. The 42, the 42 assault rifles. Yeah. You know, and I'm not making this point. This isn't a joke. I'm making 42 of anything should surprise people. I don't even think they let you get 42 nuggets at McDonald's.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, they would, uh, they immediately call the police once you're yeah. over 40. It's like, oh,
1: this guy's going to be a problem. Come on now. 42. The guy's like, look. <laughs> this I'm guy's like, a threat to yeah, society. He's no, actually, there's actually a three day waiting period to get the <laughs> nuggets. We got to do a psychological evaluation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, a, that's a, it's just, look, we got we have to look out for the community. Yeah, I mean, I can't just have you out there driving with all this barbecue sauce everywhere. <laughs> you want extra barbecue sauce? <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's back up the truck. <laughs> we to just drive. <laughs> What, well, you think I want dry nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> you throw it alone. That's going to hurt. Uh, yeah, look, of course, we had to make this into a joke somehow. Uh, whatever, you're listening uh, I mean, to a but, comedy podcast. Uh, but that's what
2: that's what we do, and,
1: and like, uh, it, it's... And you asked the question, when is it, if it's not 500... 500- uh plus people injured and 58 people dead if that's not the number uh, that gets you to rethink th- there how you feel there won't be one there just won't be one <laughs> look i love food more th- i love mo- food more than anything but if my doctor was like yeah you weigh 500 some pounds and uh 58 i don't know of your arteries are clogged i don't know how many arteries we have right i'd be like holy shit i need to make a change you know what i mean everybody at some point there's a number that 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 you're given or there's a, there's a date effect that you're told that should surprise you if this is not it I beg you, I beg you to look inside yourself and wonder what will it take. And if there is a number, tell us because I mean it's probably going to happen in four weeks. Okay, <laughs> the way this stuff is happening. So whatever, let's get back to soccer.
2: Let's get back to soccer. Uh, and and you, before we we go forward, uh, we should talk. Uh, we should mention the Red Clay Comedy Festival was amazing and yes. super super fun. Uh, we did stand up, uh, you know, throughout the throughout the weekend outside of the show, and then and you had. Uh, some Atlanta United fans who, who uh, saw you do stand-up and they were, they were a little interesting.
1: Yeah, that was... Uh, one guy just held up a, uh, a scarf, a footy mob scarf throughout my entire performance, uh, which some of the other comics in the back of the room are like, is this guy a problem? <laughs> um, and I had to kind of give them the it's okay symbol while I'm on stage yeah, this, talking about the, one of my jokes. Like, it's like, this is normal in time. Yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah, no, this is fine. <laughs> um, and I, to be honest, so it was at a bar called Midway, which Footy Mob uses as their away game bar. Yeah. That's the bar they go. And it just so happened that the show started right after an away game, so I walk in and get food. The
2: the nil nil against New England. Yeah, the nil nil. Yeah,
1: and uh, and they were all when I walk in, they're all all their attention is on their phones. They're all watching the NYCFC game. I walk in to go to the bathroom and to get something to drink. The show was taking place in the parking lot. There was a massive like party tent where like a wedding tent essentially where the show was happening. So. I go in to go use the bathroom, and immediately I'm mobbed uh, by uh, some of the ladies that were there and some of the guys. And one of the dudes was like, yo, my wife couldn't come, but she's here now. She's pregnant. Could you take a picture with her? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. She wanted to come to the show, but she was due. The day before the show And she still hadn't been uh, Given birth So she decided not to go To not disrupt the show In case she started to give birth Which oh, would have been amazing would For have the been, Cooligans uh, <laughs> To give birth to your child uh, We would have put everything down We would have microphones down I would not have put the microphone down I would have <laughs> You would have live yeah. like You still would have continued the podcast Yes, I would have continued the podcast That would have been the greatest Second segment of all time Yeah,
2: I would have live tweeted The pregnancy Yeah, The, the, there you the go, labor there you go.
1: Instagram stories are like, oh my god Look at disgusting <laughs> This is down here Selfies, yeah. yo <laughs> It's crowning <laughs> Put a
2: put a cooligan sticker right as the baby comes out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is it a boy? It's a girl. It's a cool again. Um I don't. Uh, I I couldn't. I couldn't have been happier to to see some of these fans. Some of the other comics are like, you want photos with Alexis? Like, why? You know. And uh, you know, it's funny. Chris Scopo, another very funny comic, was there, and he was like, I I've heard. People talk about your podcast. He's like, I've had friends ask me about your podcast uh, that they listen. He's like, I, all of that has, has happened. But I didn't realize that people cared so much about it <laughs> until now. So thank you to those guys. Uh, and then a bunch of them uh, showed up to the show. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be outside in about an hour. Um, and one dude showed up, uh, Santa United. Santa
2: United. Santa yeah.
1: United. If you're listening, dude, you were a little drunk, <laughs> buddy. But you sat next to us. You were really cool. He invited me to something called Porkapalooza. Oh, yeah. He, me and you are invited. Okay. So, Porkapalooza, it's in November. And can you guess where it takes place? Uh, Probably in Atlanta. It is in Atlanta, but where in Atlanta. Where do you think they would host this big event called Porkapalooza?
2: Porkapalooza sounds like a like a festival that would be at uh, at some like park or something. No, it's his
1: backyard. Oh. Yeah, we got invited to his backyard. <laughs> T-Pork. And I'm like, I wonder if I'm going to fly down. He's like, I'll fly you down. I'm like, well, you're drunk, but I'm holding you to that. A uh, really cool guy, and he got to meet Will and Julia. Will and Julia are like, this is a fan of yours? I was like, yeah. He's been drinking a little bit. They, they had a game.
2: Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, we, yeah that, we, we'll allow it.
1: Yeah, we'll fly down. If you fly us down, Sandy United, we will come back down, and we will 100% go to pork, Uh I will be the palooza, and Christian will smell the pork. <laughs>
2: sure. I'm like, oh, these
1: are lovely scented porks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not going to eat that much. I will eat it all.
2: Uh, I, I did enjoy uh, the, the food in, in general uh, in Atlanta was pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, the food was great. The, there was a lot of... Fried chicken, no oh boy. Little
1: buttermilk fr- fried chicken everywhere. They biscuits as far as the eye could see. Uh, pizza, no. Got to try the antico. Okay, pretty good. A little salty, but it gets it gets saltier as it gets cold. Although generally it seems like it might be a little salty. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I got to try the pizza that they gave us the free tickets to. What is oh, it? Yeah, the I, RC Pizza, I believe.
2: I, oh, I forgot. It's, what it's right
1: called. by Bar Five Two Nine. It's right around the corner from Bar Five Two Nine. I haven't had an experience that bad with pizza <laughs> in a very long time. You were very very upset. I was i it was so bad I had to go get food at Midway. That's why I went and got food at oh, Midway,
2: sure. yeah, yeah, that's the reason
1: no hundred <laughs> percent I know generally I don't eat back to back I mean whatever, you know, I'm not a monster <laughs>
2: what is it uh I wait at least a uh, bang bang
1: a bang, yeah, bang bang that's right robbie uh, Bobby Kelly's bang Bang, which he did on the Louis show, and a lot of fans don't realize that was not written in. <laughs> That's how Bobby Kelly lives his life. Yeah,
2: if you don't know, uh, so Robert Kelly, is a comedian. He, he, you may have seen him on uh, on Torgasm with Dane Cook years ago. Yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. his like one of the biggest shows that he was or on. Or the You Know
1: What Dude podcast, which we both have done.
2: Yeah, and he was on uh, uh, Sex, Drugs, and
1: Rock and Roll. Yeah, that's right. SDR. But Bobby
2: Kelly is uh, known for uh, a bang-bang, which is two... Like, you go to one restaurant and then another restaurant back-to-back and have full meals. Right? Have
1: entrees each. Each. Each time. To- and sometimes... <laughs> he calls it a bang bang his cardiologist calls it yes (laughs) more work for me (laughs) can we can we
2: can we build the bang bang as
1: you do it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) because (laughs) the doctor's just live just on his phone live going show me what else you're eating (laughs) oh you didn't get that with extra gravy uh i
2: had the i had grits the grits was really good oh where'd you have grits in at, at the folk art
1: Cafe oh egg. yeah, that's right. You did have grits. Yeah, that was really good. Didn't I had a biscuit with fried chicken on top and sausage <laughs> gravy on top of that, and a fried egg somewhere in there. Yeah. somewhere. We All live, I know is I cut into the fried we, egg. We, we, live, the we live
2: our lives very differently. That's yeah. yeah. That's a How
1: was your cute little grits?
2: <laughs> uh, but overall, yes, Alana, Thank you so much, and uh, and we'll we'll be back. We'll be back. Hundred yeah, percent. But, but we're not
1: staying at this hotel we stayed in, and the four of us are not staying in one room ever again. <laughs> Correct.
2: Uh, but it, it was it was great. But let's uh, let's talk about some other stuff. I'll side of atlanta uh because let's talk about jack harrison we did mention him earlier he was he was the first ever uh uh guest that we had that we interviewed the first player uh and boy oh boy great news for him jack harrison called up to the england under 21s uh what an what an amazing
1: i mean this is big for him it's bigger for mls okay i think you can say bigger for us I mean, this is big for us. By the way, uh, I mentioned this on Twitter, but if uh, buddy, if you want to get into your national team, come do an interview with us and let us name a burger after you. OK, I mean, look,
2: the the, the everything aligns correctly. Right. You know, we, we even interviewed him. We were talking about like uh, his his interest in in playing for the national team or even possibly playing for the U.S. national team if he wasn't uh, called up by England. Uh, but everything is lining up. It all started with that burger
1: and the, the it, if you look at the timeline the first thing is probably not Manchester United's youth academy or coming nope. to America no 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 it starts with the burger the burger and then at some point Debbie Harrison tells her story about sending <laughs> the kid here but after that all it is is great playing from the burger mm-hmm. all the way to the uh English national team well, it,
2: the young lion the 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 burger raised uh, raised the bar raised yes. the level now he now he has to live his, his level of play has to live up to having a burger named after you you know, he's like, well, I got a burger named after me. I can't. I can't just sit here and do nothing. I can't. You know, I can't. Yeah. You know, I got to bring the heat now week yeah. after
1: week. I got to make it into the three lions <laughs> if I'm oh. going to honor this burger.
2: <laughs> and who's uh, who's the uh, I don't know who's the manager for. I I thought it was. The, uh, I, I don't know. the I under not I, I mean, know Southgate is Southgate the head of Kate the whole is, national team. Senior so, team but yeah. he was probably like, yo, Southgate was like, yeah, all right, all right. I see what you're doing over there.
1: How you playing? I'm oh, pretty good. You got any food named after you? <laughs> I got a burger. Get in here. Uh, get in here. All right. We got
2: <laughs> now. Okay, now we're talking. I
1: mean, he's like, what am I supposed to do? Say no to the guy. He's got a burger. <laughs> I don't have a burger. Lampard ain't got no burger. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't look like an idiot. You know? I mean. So uh Dele but, Ali <laughs> could easily have a burger named after him. He doesn't.
2: He doesn't. I mean, if and it fits so perfectly. I but mean no, Deli. No, no one's even
1: there. no one's even thought about it. I mean <laughs> I'm sitting right there.
2: <laughs> but uh How exciting is this? Uh, I know for for Jack, I mean, there were a couple of videos uh, of him. Talking about how excited he was, and and he is a, a he he's a modest man, and he won't like be like yo yo I'm out here go yeah. for England. So what you know what you yeah. know about he's that?
1: He's not Cardi B. He's <laughs> not gonna come out like that's right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, you limeys
2: out there. <laughs> yeah. you, now you know, not
1: yeah. real, recognized real. Yeah. <laughs> if you see me and when we don't speak, that means I can run past you. Okay,
2: <laughs> so. Uh, but how you lie, me? <laughs> <laughs> defending his own people. <laughs> but how cool! Uh, I, I, I was. Uh, I mean, I, look. I mean, we're joking around about how much influence we actually <laughs> had on this. But more oh, than we were. <laughs> more, than, more than anything, uh, just uh, because we know Jack and we know uh, definitely we know Debbie very well. Yeah. Uh, his mom was just just seeing her. You know when she posted on on Facebook. Like, uh, you know, just, the just the image of Jack and called up to England under 21s. It, it it was one of those like, uh, legitimately like, like mom posting, uh, a, a graduation photo of, of a kid. Like, Very how, much so. How proud of, of, you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't finish college. He didn't graduate from college. And a lot of times the, the. The, that that's usually the case with a lot of footballers where they don't, right. they give up uh, schooling so they can focus on their professional career. Yeah. And, and Jack very much, uh, did that. And, and he got a, he probably got a, a higher quality education getting to come, uh, uh, getting to, to the U S and, but, but, you know, he, you know, when, when the time came, he, he went, he went pro and, uh, but, but this is like, this is him graduating and, they, and how proud I'm, I'm just excited for her for because she's, she, uh, uh, presented Jack with that opportunity of like, and that risk. Well, I
1: mean, it was, yeah, the risk is what I was going to bring up. I mean, you know, this was not... The direct line that's ever been taken you know to the the men's national team in England Uh, you know you don't uh, you don't often see even English youth players leave the country Uh, it's very rare I mean there are instances but it's not one of those things that happens very often the idea of him leaving and coming to America was a major major risk for him if his interest was to play in the English national side now look it is the U21s and he does have to show up you know Fagundes got called into the Uruguay uh, U23s if I'm not mistaken or the U20, U21, um, and I don't think he's ever been called back. Is so, there, Is there a U23 for international tournaments? I don't think so. Yeah, of course there is. There the is? U23, you're usually allowed to have... Um, Two of the senior players. Oh, okay. So, yeah.
2: But the 23 is as high as it goes.
1: Yeah, 23 and then that, you're a senior. Is, yeah, is they don't have like the U30s. The U34s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can make it in the U40. Um, actually, no. All these extra MLS players are just waiting for that call-up. Um, they should have the O forties, The over 40s. That'd be fun to watch. I mean, nothing but hammies <laughs> for getting pulled. They have uh, tournaments with the older players. I've seen that before. No, but they should have a World Cup. A World Cup. An for over o- 40 World Cup. Okay. Think about it; you get eleven substitutions.
2: <laughs> it's like the it's the Clermont Lounge of uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> of international tournaments. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's the Senior World Cup. Um, I, you know, he has to show up. So there's a lot there. But as, speaking on from the basis of MLS, uh, being an American soccer fan, you know, you have someone who is plying their try their trade in our league, and another nation, a big footballing nation, is looking at that and saying, yeah. I think that's good enough to play here. It happened with David Villa, and now it's happening with uh, Jack Harrison. You're welcome, MLS. NYCFC seems to be leading the way here. Um, But, you know, we've seen it a lot in South America. We've seen it a lot in other countries that aren't as, um, you know, uh, I don't know, as great. F, at soccer, as uh, some of the other ones, uh, you can't deny England and Spain. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I mean, what more could you ask for?
2: Yeah, I, I, a lot of people are saying that this is a this is a very good sign for MLS, uh, just to kind of show show its quality, but also. Uh, more Jack Harrison can can be this uh this example for other English players you know how uh, Frank Lampard uh when he got here and he would talk about you know instead of uh uh you know uh grinding through the you know the under19s of of your academy yeah. and, and uh, uh and, and fighting through that come to come to major league soccer where you'll get actual playing time on, on a first team. Yeah. Uh, and, and they
1: rate you, they, they, they look at you highly. Yeah. If you're technical or if you're a scorer, you get chances here.
2: Yeah. And, and Jack, uh, yeah, Jack, Jack is that first example for, for English players could be like, Oh, you know what? Well, maybe I, uh, maybe I'll head over to MLS. Cause it, it maybe that won't close the door on, uh, on, uh, you know, playing, uh, playing for my country. Yeah. Uh, so, uh yeah yes and and part of me thinks like Jack definitely like he's earned that call up uh without a doubt he's played so so well uh the the last two years uh but how much of an influence do you think being able to play with Pirlo and and Villa and Lampard is that and having
1: Vieira there,
2: yeah, is that what is it's going to take to uh, for other English players uh, to 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 be surrounded around that much quality to be able to get to to get called up by England or do you think if Jack Harrison played for Columbus Crew
1: is he is he getting called up in England? No, and I don't think it's because I think part of it also is Lampard started the sort of uh, the marketing campaign for this back when he was still here. Um, You could hear uh, in a lot of interviews where Lampard said, yeah, he should be getting opportunities in the youth, uh, you know, uh, national side. Uh, So I feel like that was, you know, you know, Lampard went in as a as a confidant and a friend, and I think he you know probably put you know planted some seeds um, out there for him. He planted but, some seed,
2: or was he like uh, you know le- legitimately like uh, you think he's campaigning, taking <laughs> campaigning? Taking a cut of this? <laughs> it's like, look, Jack, I'm I'm from working for you. Yeah, like I'm
1: gonna, you're gonna have to give me you know you're gonna give me some scratch. Did you did you get called up? Yeah, all right. So I expect an envelope <laughs> at the end of the week with fifteen uh, percent of what you make. Okay. Um, uh, but, I but, but I think I think to your point is that it's easily understandable what level he's at because of the people he's playing alongside are someone that are people are players that people in England know. So the quality is quantifiable, you know, the question becomes is does a player look good because he's playing against lower level quality as compared to like a premier league, or does he look good because he is good? Right. Yeah. Uh, That, that becomes a question. Well, if you have David Villa and you have Andre Pirlo and you have Frank Lampard and you know, their level, Right, you know their skill level, uh, and then you see Jack Harrison playing well. You're like, well, that is easily equatable. You know, yeah. when you see Ben Sweat playing well, and then Jack Harrison playing well, someone in England's like, I don't know who Ben Sweat is. Yeah. So I don't know if they just – he looks good because maybe some of the other players around Ben and Jack aren't as good or if these two players are actually very good. I think we're seeing with players like Ben Sweat, and every team has a Ben Sweat in it, someone who, you know, wasn't getting chances and all of a sudden looks great and is making a position their own. And then you have someone like Jack Harrison who's come in here and has looked incredible and has shown that quality throughout. I, every team has at yeah. least one of those two.
2: Yeah, and – uh uh yeah, but I am like uh, generally – uh I don't know. Optimistic for uh, for the league and 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 sort of very much so. uh, well, what it, what this uh, can mean because it, it really is bigger than than just one guy getting called up to an under twenty one side. It, it really means a lot more, more because there's a difference between uh, uh, you know uh, Kai Kamara getting being on like Sierra, Sierra Leone Leon. yeah. and uh, and a player getting called up uh, to England because you know how. Uh, fierce the competition is and yeah. we, and and the england won the the under 20 world cup right yeah uh, just recently and and when i look at the talent you know everton has a lot of uh the uh the guys uh you know the the, the academy players from everton are playing uh for the england under right. uh, under 20 under 19 should be playing
1: for the senior team in everton
2: there's there's a lot of them but there's a uh like dominic Calvert lewin he's he's uh, uh the striker for everton and right. and, and and he's davies cool. Davies, guys like that, and when you see those players, if I compare Jack to those players, I'm like, well, Jack. Yeah, he, he should be there. There's no right. He can hang. He can he can uh, hold his own uh, with those guys. So, but there's a different when you look at the first team, and it's Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, uh, Deli Ali. Then it, at that point, you're like, all right. Well, it's going to be tough for a lot of people
1: to get play yeah. time. It's hard for anyone to break into that team. Never mind and someone who's playing in America.
2: Yeah, and then at, at Jack's position, uh, you know, it, it, there's a lot, a lot of competition. There. Absolutely. So the the hope is. Uh, you know he's going to be playing against uh, I think Scotland, the, the, the Scotland and Andorra. Uh, Scotland is a big one. Yeah, so it's, it's like well, be- they're going to win, but it's a big one. Yeah, and the hope is uh one he gets. He, I'm sure he's going to get some playing time, and uh, I hope I definitely for like the Andorra game. I, I, I feel like that's a, that's a reasonable uh, yeah. thing to, to to get him in the game. So. Uh, yeah I'm hope I'm hoping you know cuz you know David B just was was called up for World Cup qualifier yeah. and uh he played just a couple minutes and then was obviously injured in training so we didn't get to really see uh, uh, you know, he didn't get to display his, his skill at, you know, at right. his age and stuff like that. And, uh, but I'm hoping Jack just, you know, lights it up and, and, and yeah. in England, you know, that, that people get to, you know, cause even when they posted on England, uh, they put it on Instagram. There were some people that were like American fans that were like, Oh cool. Finally deserved." And there's some people in England. That like, yo, who's this dude? yeah why why
1: why would you pick a kid out of uh, america
2: yeah so it, it it's uh uh there's a lot on the line more than just uh you
1: know i mean not to put too much pressure on jack, but there's more than on I'm sure he's putting enough pressure on himself, you're right, but also just imagine what it feels like for him to put on that you know that the three line shirt, you yeah. know that strip as they call it i mean it's got be it's gotta be a very emotional moment for him, you know all the way back to when he was fourteen and decided to uh leave uh you know the u k for America and even before that. Or, more important than that, when he took a bite out of that burger we named after him. Yeah. Oh, what a wonderful day that must have been in his life. (laughs) It was big, yeah. In fact, this, you know, when he puts on the men's national team shirt, like that might usurp the burger. I mean, it probably won't. You're right. No, 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 not even close. Come on. He's like, I, you know, this thing doesn't he's, have chili on it. He's gonna, know? yeah, he's gonna. How come no chili on the shirt? He's
2: gonna put the, the the three line shirt on and then grab some chili and wipe it on his shirt.
1: Be like, this was actually, this means more. <laughs> he's just gonna hold one. He's gonna hold two fingers up, not the way that they swear that they give you the middle finger, but he's gonna put two up. He's gonna make a C out of his hand, <laughs> and we're gonna be like, the, I, we're both gonna feel a chill out in, in our back, and we're like, oh.
2: Uh, so yeah, we're very very
1: excited for him. So we'll be watching. We will be watching. We probably won't be watching, but we'll be pulling for you.
2: There's also uh, uh, the the game the US. Speaking of international uh, play, the U.S. will be playing against Panama this uh, this Friday. Squeaky butt time. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy.
1: Everybody's a uh, little, little, little beat of sweat coming down. <laughs> beat of <a> sweat. <laughs> I'm changing my shirt three times a day, uh, which is one more than usual. Why Why is this making us so scared we should be beating Panama but. They got to get us back for that San Suzy game. San Suzy? Yeah, remember? Suzy scored a goal, like, when there was no need to score a goal in the end. Uh, and that got Mexico into the World Cup. Oh, okay. Right? I yes, mean, yes. San Suzy, that knocked Panama out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, there's a little, yeah, a little revenge might be coming up.
2: Yeah, that's possible. Uh, the uh, The U.S. <laughs> plays against Panama. I think the game's like, at 7 o'clock on Friday. Yeah. Uh, a uh, couple, uh, just the lineup was announced. The, the only uh, kind of we expected a lot of the the the, the players that were called up. A uh, couple surprises: Benny Fellhaber called up. Uh, Looking forward to it. Okay, now that Jurgen's not there, he finally has a, an opportunity to get into get into the national team and get get some Create more. a caps.
1: midfielder. I mean, welcome to the team. We could use you. Uh, Juan Agudelo also called up. Agudelo is, is a midfielder.
2: Yeah, which is midfielder. surprising. And uh but Benny Fellhaber not called up and then some people were saying that that uh you know, that there was uh some there might might be some rift between him and uh Bruce Arena. Error manager. Questions of uh of his commitment to the national team. Uh I don't know. I, I I feel like Benny Fellhaber is one of these guys who uh is never really the face of the team. He doesn't really you don't really hear him talk that much. Right. Uh so I in in a weird way i feel like i don't know what we're losing out on you know wait did
1: he get called up or not
2: he didn't he didn't he didn't get called up you
1: benny, just said he did
2: no 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 i'm saying he did not called up benny uh, uh 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 no wait oh no not benny Fauhaber, fabian johnson oh well, i'm f, like what are you talking the about the f the f me confused yeah. <laughs> fabian johnson did, was not called up he was not called up a, yeah yeah so he was uh, he was the one i'm talking about
1: and he's one of those that guys that can play all the way from left back all the way to you know left winger. So it's very frustrating to have, not have someone like him in. Um, I'm I'm twice as shocked as anyone else that uh, you know uh, Agudelo is going to go in there and he's a, as a midfielder. I think he's going to be able to play well. Um, I think Phil Haber is going to play well. Uh, did Dax get called up? Dax, Dax called up. got yep. called up as well. And uh, DeAndre Yedlin back in, baby. Yeah, that's good. that's huge. And I think that that gives me a lot of confidence. Oh, my God. You have no idea how much I'm how relaxed I am to know that DeAndre Yedlin's going to be there. <laughs> He's
2: been looking good at Newcastle He's watching been looking some great. games. You yeah. see that
1: highlight of him tracking all the way back? He slid all the way across the field. He ran. He was maybe. Why did
2: he slide from midfield and just continue going? Just, <laughs> and he
1: was had his both his hands up. He was doing the the, the whatever, the Usain Bolt uh, stance. Um, no, he ran. Ran. He was tracking back, but he's on the left, or he's on the right. Take, he's on the in, right in this right. viewpoint, he's on the left. Mm-hmm. He's on the right, so he's at the top of the screen. The ball. The guy with the ball is on the bottom. So on the on the on the on the on the left, I guess. Whatever. A right, left. So he's running. He leaves his man. Not only does he go 15 yards behind the player running. Not only does he catch up, but he gets in front and he leaves his guy. And he's so fast, he slides and saves what automatically would have been a goal. Absolutely incredible. Uh super fast. A guy like that who can get forward, can be creative with the ball. Really, he's much better at crossing the ball now, man. I'm I've been watching yeah, a couple of those Newcastle good. games. He's so good at it. Who's he, the who's the manager at Newcastle? Rafa Benitez. Rafa Benitez, yeah. yeah. He,
2: clearly he's getting uh, you know, some some good uh direction. Yeah, uh, for sure. He looks a lot better. What a much more confident player. I think the last uh match I saw him play, and I think somebody like uh, who's he, they? Were, I think they're playing Brighton Hove Albion or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he, uh,
1: somebody like pushed him. And he was just like, he pushed him right back. He nah, like, son.
2: I don't care. I don't care where you from, dog.
1: America, dog. <laughs> Has some respect for the eagle, my dude. <laughs> uh, he's yeah. No, I mean the guy with that type of pace and creativity. I'm more and, than welcome to be a part a of the And a guy team. like that, who's not Demarcus Beasley. Oh my God! I mean, we just don't want to. I mean, Beasley. Yeah, if you're if we have a wing back who's like gassed then in, in. Buddy Beasley, get prepared for the <laughs> 040s forties. Okay, <laughs> get prepared for the over forty senior World Cup. <laughs> what are you doing, dog?
2: <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So that's good. So what? Well, it's it's uh, that that's the first game, and then uh, Trinidad, yeah, uh, and Tobago. So. Hopefully by the next by the time you hear us uh, the next on the next episode, uh, you know, the U.S.
1: is in the World Cup and we don't have to worry about. We're going to Russia. We're going to to Russia, everybody. No one's ever said that positively, (laughs) but we're going to Russia. uh,
2: A couple other things uh, we should discuss. Toronto. FC winning. winning the supporter shield winning the supporter is shield. that their
1: first trophy that's not the canadian championship i believe it is, this is
2: yeah yeah this is their first support
1: uh so congratulations to them you could see how happy they were but it brought up the question immediately and this happens whenever i see someone be happy i'm like yeah but what's gonna happen now uh <laughs> you just won't let them you, you mask for- <laughs> Mass soft are all excited yo yo why can't i see your
2: teeth all of a sudden this is,
1: this is this is a sign of weakness yo my dude you celebrating right now <laughs> um what does this mean for them in the playoffs? Are they are they going to let up? Yeah, uh, this this massive celebration of theirs, did that take away? Will that make them feel slightly accomplished and take away from their run? In the playoffs, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it, and it, it, it could happen. It's
2: generally pretty tough to win the Supporters' Shield and the MLS Cup. We've all yeah, kind of seen I, that. It, it, taking, you know, uh, uh, the, the, some of the teams that maybe didn't feel like they had any real chance at the Supporters' Shield early in the season, you don't, you, you stop. Right. You'll sit some players, you're like, all right, a playoff spot is, is enough. But when you win yeah. the Supporters' Shield, you know, it's 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 to put the, you put the your foot on the pedal that hard towards the end of the season. And still, uh, uh, and, and push that into the playoffs is uh, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. My only concern with Toronto is the they the, the decision. Uh, uh, I forgot the coach's name, um, but the, the decision to oh Greg Vaney. Greg Vanny, yeah. So uh, the, or is it Vanny? Vanny. Uh, the the decision to Vaney's disgusting. Rest Altidore to rest Jovinko. Uh, to the point, and they certainly need to be
1: resting Vasquez because he's a little older.
2: Well, I, I, th- that th- it's it's sort of the the concern. Uh, it happens in um, in basketball the time. Where, it happens like, in the NFL too, where it's like, oh, the, those last few games, you want to like rest the guys, and 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 you have to weigh those decisions of like, do you want to be in good form or do you want to be rested? Right, and you kill momentum. And I feel like there could be some disappointment. For for that, I mean, look, they won the Supporters Shield with essentially what two matches left. Yeah, Uh, so it's not
1: that long a time to be able to, you know. Yeah, and
2: and and we do know Jovinko and Altador will. I think they will be playing these last uh, two games, right? Uh, But they did they didn't play like the last the, the like the three prior, right? So. I don't know. I, it's a possibility. They can, they can be, I wouldn't be uh, shocked if there was an upset. That's the, that's yeah. That's just my feeling. No, but I also but agree. Still the, They have to be the favorite. They
1: are the favorite. And yeah. I agree that they, there could be, um, you know, a a shock, and part of me that believes that is the one that does not want to go to Toronto on December ninth. Uh, it is oh, please, too cold. Please, an upset. Please, please, please. Toronto please. lose, lose please. to a warm weather team. Either,
2: either lose or find some way to create some
1: weather machine to have like. You thought of playing in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> that I'll go to.
2: Yeah, or have you thought of playing in in a dome in at the start
1: Olympic? Buddy, we performed in a tent. This weekend, why can't, why can't they put up a little tent over BM- BMO just Field? Put a, big, a, little, a little big ass tent. <laughs> a little big ass tent. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it's not that hard to find one. I just Google that, and see what comes up. Please don't. I'm do sure that. there's something on Amazon. No, yeah. Amazon. Just- a Chinese factory owner <laughs> right now is like, "We could do it. I tell you we could do it. Do you want it to say Gucci on it? We'll do it i mean i uh it's I just don't want to go there, but I mean Toronto does look like the clear favorite um they do look uh like they're the most well-established. I mean, they didn't give up much of a lead this whole season. Uh, Kalen Carr said, and I agree with him, this is very anti-MLS the way they did it. You know, there didn't seem to be any parity. They, they were in the lead from the get. Um, they were ahead of everybody else, sure. and they never really let off the pedal. But to your point, and to the point that I made earlier, is this the moment where they finally have slowed their momentum moving forward? And will this affect them moving forward? We won't know until we see it. Other teams are getting very hot at this moment. In particular, Atlanta United has played a lot of games. So the exact opposite of what you've done. Uh, NYCFC seems to have a little bit of struggle, but they're finding ways to win, which is also how you want to go. Um, into the um, into the MLS Cup playoffs. Uh, you got Orlando, which may back in if, you know, the laws, the MLS laws are held up, which we've never seen happen before. <laughs> so we never know. Um, you know, you've got but the Rebels. The Rebels could always sneak up on people in the playoffs. You know, they they are a team that's almost built for the playoffs. And I know they've had struggles, but they play um, a very good game and they, they're really good on the counterattack, you know. You know, who knows? I'm not sure uh, what else is happening again. like You know, Chicago Fire, stacked as they are. You know, can they make some noise? So they're not, you know, Toronto isn't safe by any stretch of the imagination. The one thing they're going to have is that their biggest rival is not making it anywhere near them uh, because Montreal is not getting in the playoffs. Correct. Yeah, they've uh,
2: yeah, they're kind of sputtering out. And it looks like uh, so you mentioned Orlando kind of backing in. But there was uh, Orlando did have a nil nil. Uh, draw against uh, FC Dallas, but FC Dallas has there's there's some speculation that the game might be forfeited by FC Dallas because uh, they made a light up a lineup change after they handed
1: the lineup card to the referees. Right, Paul Tenorio picked up on this. Great reporting by him. Fan of the podcast, friend of the podcast, been on the podcast and we would love to have him back on. Uh yeah, he he's the one who who caught this uh, and it was uh, the card was handed into the officials with the lineup. A change was made after that. It was Michael, announced
2: Michael Barrios, I believe came in. I forgot who he was subbed on uh who who they switched him with, but Michael right. Barrios was the one who
1: came. The lineup change was announced on Twitter and then the player that was ineligible was called into the game was uh, subbed on, so uh, the the rules are that they forfeit the points from that, and Orlando would take all three points. Yeah, so that now, would
2: put them one point behind the Red Bulls uh,
1: for for the last playoff spot. So they would be in. They would move up to seventh place with thirty with forty two points. Um, they both uh, the Rebels do still have a game in hand, and they would be a point ahead at forty three. So. In the next match, you would assume if they win or draw, it still puts it out of reach for Orlando. But if that were to happen, and we don't know yet, you know, the rule may come in uh, later after we record this. So before tomorrow, uh, when you guys are hearing this, tomorrow being Wednesday today, right now in your ear. Um, Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen, but this is this playoff implications are on the line. So I I, wonder what MLS does.
2: It it is. uh, I mean, it would be a very big, big uh, decision if if that happened. But it is apparently
1: those are the rules. I say make them play again You break the Let's do it Come on baby Orlando and Dallas uh, In Hartford, Connecticut (laughs) In neutral ground Every game
0: The
2: home of soccer (laughs) Um, uh, The the final thing uh, Before we get uh, To our second segment uh, Where we'll be talking to Tropic Sounders Yeah How crazy is that?
1: Dropping by He happens to be in town In New York So uh,
2: Chris Chris uh, Jarrett Yeah uh, Siege As uh, as he likes to go by Uh, But we uh, but we should talk about this. This was kind of interesting because, uh, uh, you know, the last few months, uh, especially early in the year, a lot of teams made bids uh, to be the next MLS team. I think the MLS is looking for uh, four more teams. Uh, yeah,
1: if four more teams.
2: So they, uh, uh, but there was an announcement from a journalist uh, who uh, who uh, uh, contributes to MLS and, uh, uh, you know, he, uh, I forget what else he writes for, uh, but he. Uh his name his name is Jeff Reuter uh and he or
1: Reuter it's like Reuters
2: No it's not spelled like uh Reuters. Sure, it it's R U E T E R. Oh, no one needs to know the exact placement of the letters. Well, I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> Reuters is the R- same
1: similar R- letters.
2: are you R- So I'm I'm assuming it's Ruder.
1: Yeah, uh, it probably is. I mean, he writes for MLS, The Guardian, ESPN, FC, Howler. Yeah. So four four two. I, I
2: believe he's based out of yeah he's based out of Saint Paul, Minnesota. But he he uh announced that Nashville uh will was uh was is was officially the the the. Team that was selected for the next... Uh- he
1: started with the word confirmed... Yes He started He's like Done deal
2: <laughs> Go to
1: the bank With this one I mean it was just Everybody like
2: Everybody get ready The uh, You know the, the hashtag
1: Nashville to MLS You can get it tattooed on your body Come on uh, Right on your forehead On my daughter's life Yo B On my daughter's life B Yo put that on my mama Put that on your mama Put on everybody's mama It's a done deal It happened last week Y'all are just okay, late to I'm it I'm just telling you oh, I'm telling you old news right now yo, Nashville Made it into the MLS Cup playoffs <laughs> You, that's yeah, how dead, that's dead thing, ass this is. You ain't paying attention like I am. <laughs> you right? ain't looking deep enough,
2: G. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he he uh, put this out and and the tweet was immediately picked up. Retweet, by everybody. Retweeted. By a, us included. Uh, retweeted a thousand times in yeah. like three hours. So when you make a bold statement like this, everybody's like, yo, for real? Yeah. For real? And it's like, and, he, and then he's like, yes. He's just like, yes. I, I
1: My sources have confirmed it. And then we're like, all right. Well, this is going out everywhere. Well, then. And more retweets. And then he was like, hold up. Hola. Up. <laughs> so as of today, uh well, actually this was yesterday. As of yesterday, uh he put in update while my sources are confident, and then quotes, Nashville or in a spot, MLS not making final decision until December. Nothing official today. But so he's like, Yo, it's unofficially <laughs> Official <laughs> I but, mean, this shit happening. It might not happen, but yo, this shit happenin'. But Like for real, though, it's like yeah. it's it's like basically facts. But
2: I, like I mean, it's not facts.
1: It's basically facts. Yo, anything can happen tomorrow, but as of right now, this shit happening tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm confused. Yeah, we all are. Confirmed. You're confused. Uh, I like I like that, and I didn't realize you could get that much. Uh, promotion out of something like this. So I would like to say confirm <laughs> the Cooligans would like to confirm that Nashville's making it to the MLS. <laughs> We're also doing the same thing. We're going to go get Prince's hot chicken.
2: Yes, we uh, we can co- uh, confirm that uh, uh, Demarcus Beasley uh, will be uh, w-
1: will win the golden boot. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, confirm. Confirmed. We're ready to confirm something else. Demarcus Beasley will also win the, the golden assist <laughs> the golden ball at the over 40 World Cup he, Demarcus Beasley has beaten out
2: uh, Neymar Neymar uh, Messi and Ronaldo yeah. for uh, the, the what is it? The uh, uh, B- B- Ballon d'Or? Ballon d'Or. Yeah,
1: the <laughs> Ballon d'Or. Isn't that crazy? Confirmed by the Kooligans. Confirmed against. by the cooligans Yeah. Against. And, you know, no one's happier than his home club uh, in the MLS of Nashville FC. They are <laughs> so happy. <laughs> uh, but uh, a lot of people, uh, after this was shared a lot, a lot of people
2: were a, a bit upset. At Jeff for, for, for posting this Without any like uh,
1: Real source Without confirming it Without <laughs> confirming it uh, Because After this he happened He clearly has a source His what? source is just like You know one of those uh, It's a deep state yeah, There's a, a <laughs> leak There's a leak At Major League Soccer I'm looking for one of our lights To fall on us <laughs> Now that we're talking about this <laughs> you Are you wearing
2: wire? I'm like I to <laughs> yeah, check all right.
1: it. <laughs> I forgot You forgot to pat me down Before we started <laughs> Hello Hello Lord Savior Putin He knows Shuts the Gazprom. <laughs> Abort. <Yeah>. Abort. <laughs> Yo, why doesn't Gazprom Sponsor the podcast, man. How dope would that be? Maybe because I have no idea what they do. It's it's uh, Putin's uh, oil company. <laughs> Is it? It's state-run oil, man. Russian oil. Come get some. <laughs> Go to Gazprom. <laughs> Check out Gazprom. dot com. dot But some some right? people w- some like that.
2: Some people were bothered uh, by this, and he was getting a lot of uh, uh you know primarily people uh, in negative the
1: other cities <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: negative tweets. Yeah, yeah. Because some people want their you know their team to get. Uh, uh, selected as as the, the next expansion uh, side. Right. So, uh, yeah, pretty uh, like how do you feel about I mean, this is this sort of uh, questions the uh, the integrity of uh, of journalists, because when when a journalist is found to uh, get something wrong uh, or or or, you know, or just not or, or report on something without without enough evidence or truth or facts, then people are like, well, now nah, this this dude's either one, a liar doesn't know what he's talking right, about. People
1: get all up in their ass now.
2: Yeah. So, you know, it's weird in, uh, I, I mean, I think for in soccer, since we've been doing this, I feel like this is like the first time something like this has happened where like it's just been straight up because after he tweeted this, Alexi Lalas, uh, there were people, other, other people in MLS, I, uh, we, we retweeted, uh, uh, what's his name? Wes. Uh, I forgot uh, his name exactly. Uh, but. Uh, Worldwide Wild Wes. As, what was? Uh, i have his name
1: right here where is it uh well i mean now we're just looking stuff up on the podcast <laughs> as opposed to talking
2: uh Wes bowling who uh he he says also i just want to get his name right because he he uh tweeted that he's on the mls committee he's like i'm on the mls committee i would be the first one to know this right this this is not uh, confirmed this is not official it would
1: be like somebody tweeting confirmed christian polango had a chicken wrap for lunch and you're like I'm, not, I'm eating breakfast right now. I'm yeah. here. What are you talking about? And I, you know what?
2: I also don't want those lies being <laughs> spread on the internet. Right. All right. Let
1: it be known that Christian does not eat real food. Don't okay? you
2: dare defame my character. I, and you will be hearing from my lawyer, sir. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Who is also famished. <laughs> okay.
2: You will be hearing from my very thin,
1: hungry lawyer. Lanky, very hungry lawyer. Okay. Emaciated. Yes. And right. You, he poops water. <laughs> you And, and you, he has a... He has Yes. a story to tell and you. You, and you can see his ribs, sir. Yes. And he has, <laughs> speaking, you can see his bones and he has one to pick with you. Uh,
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it, it, it was interesting because a lot of people were just like, yeah, Yo, you know, this dude's a fool. And now right. people are being negative. But, you know, how much how much room do you allow for journalists to to get stuff wrong? I wasn't really, I wasn't particularly upset. You know, again, like, uh, if anyone ever, if we tweeted something out and people were upset at us for, like, not getting something right, I'd be like, all right, yeah, well, what do you, we're
1: yes, yeah, comedian. So par, <laughs> par for course. Part for the course. Yeah, so, of course we I, can get something right. So,
2: as usual,
1: yeah. Right. So, you're mad at us for doing our job well, then? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make any sense. So, there, it, it's like, it, it was weird how upset people were getting
2: at him, and it, it seems like in the soccer world, uh, uh, you know, the the... The soccer illuminati or whatever yeah. are, are, uh, the, are are not very happy when when a journalist gets something wrong.
1: No, and you know people were jumping all over this guy's throat afterwards. It's like, well, just think of the fun Nashville had for a few minutes. You know, knowing they were gonna <laughs> have brought
2: them with some joy. Yeah, yeah. it was almost like they found out Santa was real. You right, know? come on, <laughs>
1: not Santa United. Who's still drunk, still trying to get his plane tickets?
2: You no, know, yes, yeah. Santa United. Yeah, uh, don't he shouldn't be driving the sleigh? No, no.
1: thank God for Blitzer, huh? And Donner The other ones I don't know the other ones um, So uh, You know Hopefully Nashville gets it Hopefully the You know Other cities I, I feel like we can get Be bigger than 28 So I mean I wish every city That compared That put their uh, bid in uh, I feel like we'll get,
2: 20 might be too much
1: You think 28 is too much? Yeah It feels like too much Yeah uh, no.
2: I don't know, but I mean, who knows what? Fifty,
1: let's go fifty, sixty, seventy.
2: No, at that at that point, it should. uh, If it gets past, I would say if it gets past twenty eight, don't say it. Then we gotta we gotta start talking. Building (laughs)
1: seven, man. Amen. Just (laughs) we just we need a pyramid, man. We need a pyramid. Who built the pyramid, man? Why would they paint the beams, man? Promotion and relegation doesn't happen on its own. (laughs) Exactly. So we both want it. We're, we're just did. making fun of all of you <laughs> for wanting it so bad. Uh, all
2: right, so the fun first segment. Let's get to our second segment. Our our conversation uh, with with Siege, and 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 uh, this is exciting because he's he's one of the guys who uh, was is just a big supporter yeah. uh, of of what we're doing, and uh, he's the Florida, he's the Miami
1: uh, Jay Riddle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, and ba- but basically, I mean, it is kind of. Uh, uh, a bit surreal to to think of a, a, a Seattle Sounder supporters group in, in in Southern Florida. Yeah, uh, but but on top of and 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 this is more than just like just talking about soccer with uh, with, uh, you know, uh, ahead of a supporters group. It's, it's really about like how uh, how involved the the uh, supporters group can be in the actual community, because uh, as we know, hurricanes have just absolutely devastated uh, uh, the Caribbean and and in Florida, Hurricane Irma just passed through Florida. And uh, and, it, you know, it, Siege himself has been a big part of that rebuilding.
1: Very much so. He's been very active. And, you know, he's posting photos of himself wearing a Seattle Sounders hard hat and he's you know carrying wood two things i don't own or know how to do uh and you know he's been you know he's he stayed in florida during hurricane irma and you know he was talking about the floods and whatnot so just you know good people in soccer
2: yeah there's a there's a lot of them uh to go around so uh we have a yeah we'll have a great conversation with him and uh so stay tuned uh for that
1: everybody so this is uh yeah we'll be right back after this Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Quick break. We want to ask you a favor. We've asked you for favors before, but this is a big fan, big fans of ours, big friends of ours and big fans of soccer, Mack Weldon. Uh, not only did they have a uh, offered to sponsor our podcast, they also sponsored our trip to Atlanta. Why? Because not, not only do they love the Kooligans, but they love soccer in general. That's right. And uh, they helped us out with, uh, you know, some really sweet, sweet underwear. Oh, uh, yeah. They kept us feeling good in our undercarriage. Absolutely. And uh, they make amazing underwear. It's a kind of underwear that doesn't pick up any smells. And they're really, really comfortable to wear. And to all my big dudes out there, they have boxer briefs that are perfect for big guys. I think you know exactly what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah. And to all my thin dudes out there, they're perfectly good
1: underwear. (laughs) For all (laughs) you thin dudes. They're just as good as other stuff, but higher quality fabric. If you got chicken legs or you got some old (laughs) turkey legs, it doesn't matter. It's perfect underwear for you. Uh, They helped us out. They actually sponsored our trip to Atlanta. So help them out. Why don't you go to macweldon.com, put in the promo code COOLIGANS, check out something. They got clothes. They got athletic gear. They got underwear. They got socks. The socks are even great. Yeah, and you get a discount if you use the promo code COOLIGANS. Yeah, absolutely. So put that in there and buy something. It'll make us look good, and it'll make you look good. Yeah, we're back, baby. We are back, and uh, this is... This is gonna. This is gonna be. This nuts. is uncalled for. This is, uh, I think that's the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> uncalled. Uh, yeah. Uh, for some reason, uh, we let this gentleman in my house. Uh, but you know, also, as soon as he walked in, he was way more prepared uh, to be uh, physically the man of this house than I ever have. I mean, this guy is well prepared. This yeah. Is he, one of those... he just alpha mailed both. Yeah. Of us. Yeah. He just walked in. He's like, "Why don't you uh, put that shelf up?" And I was like, "Oh, geez, now I gotta figure out how to do that. Uh, I can just hire someone to do that." Shout out to Richie Tallway. Um. So we talk about this all the time You know our fans are absolutely awesome They're as big a part of the post show as anyone else You know sure. what I mean They get up on, on Twitter and they tweet out some amazing stuff And every once in a while some disgusting stuff right Yeah. And I said let's bring that guy into my house <laughs> <laughs> This guy is absolutely incredible And just spent uh, a long time uh, In Florida He sat through Uh, Hurricane Irma And why I don't know why He didn't do much sitting It was actually active Well yeah Yeah. This guy's like Oh a little bit of flood So I screwed in this thing And I'm like What the fuck Is he even talking about Uh, But this guy um, Has been a, a big fan of ours For a long time Happy to have him Happens to be in New York we said hey Get on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, the one, the only, put your hands together for Tropic Sounders, everyone. <laughs> Tropic uh, Sounders, like, uh, aka or,
3: Siege, aka S- Christ.
2: Chris, like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, we, Christ,
3: right? it's Christ, right? Christ, Christ, yeah, 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 yeah like, like Christ without the H, because I'm definitely not that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, you when are I, the.
1: And I don't want to say the antithesis, but it gets pretty close. No, but
0: it's it <laughs>
1: pretty close. But when I hear
2: Chris, I think of uh, Chris Novoselic from uh, from Nirvana. Oh. Yeah, pretty
1: close. Pretty close. I mean, yeah, was, I thought uh, the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's,
2: that's the
3: only other person I know with that name. And he started. He spelled it with a K, and it was like I R S T. So it was almost like cursed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, my name is pretty fucked up. Just th- <laughs> think of the uh, former uh, flip flopper, Republican Democrat. Governor of Florida, Charlie Christ. And I'll steal all of his old signs and I'll use yeah. them to run for Congress one day. Didn't Does, he
2: did he do vote something
3: for me. <laughs> vote for vote
2: for Christ. <laughs> he, he did something uh, not cool, right? that that governor didn't he do something uh that was like uh people were mad at him for isn't there any governor who hasn't
3: done something not <laughs> i don't cool? know just
2: the, the name sounds familiar that uh, uh, for, for some sort of controversy
1: was he gay did he come out as gay and then babash no gay but people? that was mcgreevy i think that was, uh, from jersey yeah, yeah that Jim was McGreevy. mcgreevy yeah he said Everybody, i there he was said a- i am a gay american and everyone was like I don't know if those. That's exactly how you put it when you <laughs> I'm a gay. Oh, we thought you were a gay Canadian. So sorry, <laughs> gay. We knew it was the nationality. That had uh, no idea. But
2: Chris, thank you uh, for being here, man.
1: And, Do you uh, go by
3: Chris? Do you prefer Siege? I go by Siege mostly. I mean, I grew up with basically four guys named Chris with the last name J. Okay, so it was Chris C J, and they just got lazy on me and made it Siege. So, Siege. Yeah.
1: All right. Works. One syllable. Always nice. Exactly. Uh, so tell us. I mean, did you grow up a soccer fan? What was your, cause you run, I don't, I don't think I've heard of many of these, but you run a supporter group for Seattle, but in Florida,
3: in Southern Florida. Yeah, basically. I mean, I, I did grow up a soccer fan, but the way I got the connection to Seattle was pretty ridiculous. Uh, uh, my dad actually brought, brought me to a Miami dolphins, Seattle Seahawks playoff game in the old orange bowl way back in the day. I guess it was like 83, 84. Yeah, I'm old. Um, but, uh, of course any little kid that age for it and sees a silver helmet blue green oh my god what the hell that's my favorite team so i spent like the next two years trying to convince my dad that seattle was actually our home team wow so (laughs) geez what a what a turncoat i know right (laughs) but yeah i grew up um, any team seattle and miami i just grew up obsessed with it and started following the sound i grew up playing soccer i played uh Uh, trained with a couple USL teams. I used to make a drive from South Florida to New Orleans to train with a couple teams on the weekends. Uh, Just ridiculous amounts of...
1: That's, That's awesome. a lot of mileage. Yeah, it's how a lot of far. Mileage. How far of a drive is that? Well,
3: it's supposed to be 15 hours. I usually did it in nine. So Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I have a license <laughs> legally,
1: but <laughs> yeah, that that whatever you did cannot be legal. Yeah. I don't know. There's a, like you have to go up and around. You're like go through the water if you go faster. Or if you're going to skip over so, it. So, exactly.
2: So what was the 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 reason or the so the the, the starting point to to start a, a supporters group for the Sounders was it when like when they got into MLS? Uh, uh, yeah. When, when when did that like trigger?
3: Actually. Uh, Tropic Sound has been around since even before they were in the MLS. We were MLS, not the MLS. Sorry. Sorry for all (laughs) those purists out there. Yeah. (laughs) At Siege Genus a C E E J. Look, we we we
2: have all suffered the the trauma of those tweets, you yeah. know. Oh a, yeah. <laughs>
3: um. Yeah. Anyway, we had the Miami Fusion, and I mean, I was into MLS from that last season the get-go. was pretty great.
1: I you know I remembered a lot of it. You posted a video of the Ray Hudson oh, era. Yeah. That was I forgot how great that team was because I barely was paying attention to, uh, to the uh, to MLS at that time. Yeah. Uh, so I forgot. I remember hearing things about it from friends being like, "No, the Miami Fusion."
3: Is actually good now. Yeah, it was like, pretty how? phenomenal. I mean, we were we were good right from the get go, pretty much. I mean, we made the playoffs our first year. When you look at the when you look at the stan, um the stat that they just threw up there for Atlanta United, saying that they were the last team to make it in the, they were the newest team to make it in oh, their yeah, inaugural yeah. season. The right. last two, two thousand nine Seattle Sounders, last one before that was nineteen ninety eight Chicago Fire and Miami Fusion. Yeah, Chicago Fire actually won the MLS Cup in their first season. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, was that Bob Bradley? Yeah, that problem.
1: Yes, right. Yeah, that, and Cuadramac Blanco. Yep. Um, so. You, you were a Miami Fusion fan. I was a Miami Fusion and fan. And then, of course, if anyone watched that little mini-doc that's on MLS, which is incredible, you know that it was pretty much up to that final game, whether they were going to survive or not. It was, what, or it was them or the San
3: Jose earthquake. It was them or the San Jose earthquake. And San Jose won. Yeah, and San Jose won. And it still pisses me off because a couple seasons later, they ended up moving them. And now they are the creamsicle, you know, <laughs> Houston Dynamo. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they still move. <laughs> yeah. So what the hell, damn it. So are you not, how did you not become an LA galaxy fan just to hate San Jose? Oh, forget that because we were all, we were already, uh, Seattle fans as well. So, uh, Tropic sound started 2002, uh, Technically 2002 or 2007. We're not entirely sure. That's what it says on the scarf. That's right. right. That's right. So, exactly <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, once, once the fusion, once the fusion were gone, we're like, screw it. We're just going all in with Seattle and that's it. And we, and thus, this, uh, oh, well, then it was already around. So I wasn't, I wasn't yeah, they, they was, yeah, they were born. around in, yeah, they were around in the USL, uh, in the A league. And, um, we made our, we made our first, Real away trip up to Seattle and saw them open Seahawks Stadium. They were actually the first match in there it was a Derby match against uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, and we smashed them 4-1. Oh, man, that must have been great. It was pretty crazy. There was about 20,000 fans there for the opening match, and it was a USL match. And you're an OG Florida guy, right? Like, oh, yeah. you're Born and raised. I mean, you must hate the weather in Seattle. I mean... It get it off and off. I like to go back and forth. I mean, I'll take, I'll take the cool and rain just as long as you give me humidity, I'll be okay. You uh, know, this, you this want dry the, you want the pain. Prep, Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. You know, I like a nice glowy glistening, Layer to myself. <laughs> look at, look at J Lo, and now look at me. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, come yeah. on. We're oh my beautiful. God! I mean, I can't tell the difference between the two of you. Well, you're both wearing that dress that's open all the way down. I mean, that ass. You saw me when I walked in. <laughs> I mean, did I? I? You walked
2: in backwards. So I it's mean, your it, fault. It, I, I think. I think my penis moved when he said like glistening <laughs> in, in his
1: tone. It's It'd be <laughs> more
3: comfortable if we all took our pants off. Yeah.
1: Once again, to anyone listening with their daughters, we apologize. We do apologize right now. <laughs> or your sons. <laughs> or your, yeah, anybody. Um, anybody. If your mom happens to walk in the room while we're talking. I apologize. Sup, mom. <laughs> there it is. It's exactly what I wanted. Now, what? how does it feel having to be a fan from so far away? Now, you get to go to some matches. You got to go to Chicago, and you recently went to
3: Philadelphia. We were in uh, Minnesota, Minnesota. Uh, just this past night, and yeah. uh, Philadelphia. We were just there this weekend, yeah.
1: How does so. that feel to, to sort of have to watch from afar, Uh, an MLS team and how does it feel to at least get to go and be a part of
3: you know the away days the away days are amazing I mean I personally I prefer them to I almost prefer them to the home matches. The home matches are out of control. Right. I mean, when you've got like four sections across the back end zone and then the upper tier of the same end zone for, uh, matches, for right. The Emerald city supporters. Yeah, yeah. But when we get all crammed up in that little corner and we put like two, 300 people in a, in a stadium, it's just bananas. We've got a tight little family. Our little crew is called the corn dog squadron. We've been together for so sure. long. Well, so. We, we've noticed you've added uh, a new member, <laughs> uh K- right. Kale Parker. That's right. <laughs>
1: Now, you know, it's funny when we this is the first time we met, we meet uh, Siege. Uh, we've met Siege, so uh, Kale posted, I hope you uh, do to Alexis and Christian what you did to me when you met me. And I believe from the conversation back and forth, you picked her up and spun her around. I did,
3: I picked with, her up, spun her around, threw her over my shoulder. You know. She's she she, compact, yeah, yeah, she is
1: very petite. She <laughs> could do that. I you would ruin your back if you tried that with me, Christian.
3: Not a problem, sure. Come yeah. on, yeah, remember yeah. who you're talking to. Yeah, no, that's, I forgot. This is the guy with the chainsaw, yeah, yeah, gonna put, I'm going to put together your house. You know, we, we <laughs> could do a little bit in here. Yeah, we're, we're going to do it. He's going to build a loft that in light here. Up there. <laughs> and and we, we could do a lot in here. That was just left from the last guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me let
1: me fix that for you. Jeez, I need it. Um so you you get to go to these away matches. Do you feel separate from the rest of the from the rest of the team? Do you feel you have to be more vocal to be considered a part of like the fandom of Seattle? Because I don't know that many teams have this, you know, uh, you know, supporters groups in other cities. It'd be great. To, I think the Portland Timbers have a New York um, division because there's so many people from Portland living here. But yeah, I can't yeah. think of anything else.
3: I mean, we. It, I wouldn't say we feel separate. I mean, we're definitely we're a subgroup. So we're we're separate from the main supporters. Groups. Sure. But I mean, we do our own thing. We've always, we've always come to party. I mean, but they treat us with respect. I mean, we get, we get just as many, you know, people from Seattle following us. As well as the locals. I mean, we've even we even had a completely separate chapter, which ended up being Tropic Sound, Cuba. Yeah, and, baby. Uh, yeah. And Who is that? Shout I thought out it... to Romero and uh, Romero and Bellamia Iglesias. I thought it was um, just you. Yeah, <laughs> I also thought it was just you pretending to be Cuban. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was a, technically it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they're a husband and wife, and they just kind of started. They wanted to run. They wanted to run with it because they all the Spanish speaking folks. I mean, they're new to Twitter and everything else like yeah. that. I mean it's not it's I mean they're both mostly a bunch of emojis at this yeah. point. But yeah, they're getting it. They're
1: getting it together. <laughs> yeah. They got a picture of I mean, but, uh, but, but, Cuban. It's but,
3: all Ozzy Alonzo. Right? Yeah. I mean the,
1: that's but just, emojis are the universal language, of, of course. course. That's right. yeah. Eggplant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hieroglyphic <laughs> of the modern era. That's right. So, you have you, you're you building a bit of a group. How big is the group? Is it just you at this moment, or uh,
3: no, I mean, paid member. If there's paid members into ECS, we're talking about 15, 20, but uh, all together that we end up getting together and watch with, there's like 30, 35. There's a lot of Seattle expats and everything, yeah, that's incredible, so, yeah. yeah.
2: And, and and as far as Tropics on Cuba, is it a uh, uh, like, do you have to convince them to follow like uh, uh, Seattle specifically, or, you or have do you to hold uh, up a I, coffee, yeah, or, just, uh, or do you just show a picture of Ozzy Alonso? He's like, he's the only one. This is this is the team you got to no, support. You kind of got to I mean, do. They, it. Actually,
3: they actually started their own thing out, outside of us because they were part of us. We used to do things. Uh, um, we would send jerseys or jerseys of Ozzy Alonso back to Cuba and everything else like that. Of course, they get confiscated. You know, you can't have anything. Well, you couldn't have anything American down there. Yeah. So, I mean, we did a lot of communication. Like back in the day, we did uh, phone calls where some of us would literally hold uh, phone up to the radio or to the internet broadcast of it and just broadcast it back. And there'd be a couple of people sitting around a phone listening to it. That's wild. Yeah. In Cuba, in Cuba, I Seattle mean, it's not Sounders just, fans in Cuba, it's not just Cuba. It's, you know, you've got TNT anywhere that we have somebody from yeah. there are Seattle Sounders fans. We've got a bunch of people in Jamaica. I mean, like Damien Lowe, uh, who used to be, who used to be a Seattle Sounder. Now he's with Tampa Bay Rowdies. Right. Uh, he follows us and he used to resend all sorts of our stuff back to Jamaica and everything else like that. So I mean, we've got I a mean big, how does
1: that? What what is is that the point? Is that why you guys started doing this, or is this just like a great fringe benefit of being? I mean, in a place like Florida. I mean, you know,
3: obviously being in Florida, it's completely multicultural. I mean, you yeah. guys know from New York here. This right. is basically a hub. You know, same thing with South Florida. I mean, we're except we're not so we're more of a hub to South America and Caribbean, and right. we've got people from everywhere that just show up and. You know, you just, you, you, sometimes you just show up at a soccer bar and people just happen to be like, Oh, that shirt. I recognize that shirt, especially Xbox, you know, that's right. world. No, that's worldwide. Right. And you know, I mean, sometimes you show up a place with Nico Ladero on your shirt and you got Uruguayans showing up, you right. got Ozzy Alonzo, you got them showing up even in South Carolina. Cause he used to play for the Charleston battery when he first defected. Sure. And you've got, uh, when we went to, uh, Charleston for the preseason, the uh, most autographed person that we had was Ozzy Alonzo and people are coming up to kids are coming up to him in Charleston battery Alonzo jerseys. That's awesome. So I mean, it's that you've got, you've got fans all across the South because people it's like, I mean, you think of the NBA today, how people aren't loyal necessarily to their local team. A lot of right. those kids, because everything you can see any game you want anywhere now. Exactly. And people grow attached to a player. So when they find that player, they follow that player wherever they go. That's awesome. Yeah. It's
1: it's beautiful to see. Like I remember when we were in Atlanta, they they started a Poku cheer.
2: Oh yeah, because right. he played right. for the
1: Atlanta Silverbacks. Yep. So, um you so you you run this this other group, you have all these other groups, you have you know, you're illegally streaming over the phone uh to Cuba. Uh
2: <laughs> yeah, we've reported you. Copyright to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
1: you know, sorry guys, uh <laughs> if you're listening. But it's so, not TV. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, who cares? Screw it's, your it, rights holders. H- you can't see that, you can't see that <laughs> message on the phone. I I I'd, I'd be afraid of what he's gonna make with the word HBO. But so you 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 sort of are like on the forefront of helping spread soccer. That's kind of what we're trying to do. Yeah. Where do you see the MLS today as to where you started from? And what do you think? Do you
3: where do you think it could honestly go when I think about where it started from? Because I I mean, I grew up in South Florida. I watched the fusion come up. I was there at the tail end of the Fort Lauderdale Strikers who were before that were even the Miami Gato's. And uh Sweet. yeah, and watch uh, them. Yeah, that sounds like more of a gang. Yeah. Yeah. Like a yeah. Soccer club. Pretty much is. You better watch out yeah. for the Miami. Got those. Bro. You should see their logo. It looks like Thundercats. It's purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally Miami. Miami Vice lettering. So, oh yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's typical, totally Miami. And I mean, from there, I mean, even if you look at Miami FC in the U S or NASL, mm-hmm. uh, they're drawing 9,000 plus fans a, a match. So wild. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, there is definitely support for it. Even the, even the local groups who've been trying to get the MLS team started, the Beckham United, as yeah. they're still calling it, yeah, whatever the hell he calls this thing. Yeah. But basically the guy from sprint and David Beckham and whatever, uh, whatever Middle Eastern company that they're going to get to sponsor a whole bunch of money. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that support's been there the whole time. The only thing standing in the way from uh MLS Miami and actually happening is uh, the city of Miami and the County of Miami Dade. I mean, they've just thrown up roadblocks at every, every turn they've had plans for stadiums like right on the water. I mean, some of the renderings that you've seen and they've had the permits and everything else ready to go shovel ready. And it's like, nah, we don't want to hear we're not going to put you right next to the triple a where the Miami heat play. And I mean, we're, we're talking Bayfront premium property. It's yeah. not, this isn't going to be some, uh, suburban stadium, like how MLS, I guess 2.0 or whatever was when they did, uh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. I mean, think about it. Chicago is way out of there. Way out there. You've Columbus got, is in the middle of nowhere. Columbus is in the middle of nowhere. You've also got LA Galaxy who play in Carson. Right. I mean, that's that was MLS. That was the original MLS. Think it Dallas where they play in Frisco. Dallas Burn. I call, yeah. I still call them all by the OG name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
1: uh, Tampa Bay Mutiny. Tampa <laughs> Bay Mutiny. Oh
3: yeah, and see that the problem with that one was is they played in a giant NFL stadium and they were only getting. 8,000 fans. Miami Fusion, when they all talk about Columbus Crew had the first soccer specific stadium, the Miami Fusion played in Lockhart Stadium, which was built for the Fort Lauderdale Strikers. So but, that was a, a soccer-specific stadium. And that's where Miami FC plays to this day, right? Miami FC actually plays on the campus of FIU. Uh, you, guys, you guys remember the name Ricardo Silva thrown around yeah, $4 yeah, for a billion dollars? Yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. Ricardo Silva Stadium. Really? But yeah, there's there's a reason that that oh, dude's thrown around. So it's named down. after a hero. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, shouts to Ricardo Silva, so you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> Yeah, buddy, I'm down with whatever whatever illegal product you... Uh, at you...
3: Soccer Cooligans, yeah. at NotAlexis, yeah. at Chris Polanco. <laughs> at Siege.
2: So when uh, so if this uh, project finally does uh, come to fruition with uh, Miami getting a team, how are you going to feel uh, now that you know? Obviously, you're uh, way more uh, involved with Seattle Sounders. Is this going uh, to? Are you going to be happy that there's a team in Miami, or are you going to just kind of
3: uh, ignore it? I'm going to be ecstatic that there's a team in Miami because these are going to be the most lit away days ever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, as it was, we were. As it was until we won the MLS Cup last year, um, the Orlando away trip last season what had, was referred to as one of the craziest <laughs> trips that they ever had. We ended Can't up you having to remember it? Oh man. I can remember it because there's pictures, but so I mean, put those as exhibit
2: It's like, A. It's like memento, you, yeah. you the memories are just tattooed on your body. I hear that That's happens. The, <laughs> I have
3: scars.
1: Yeah. And when you wake up and you're like, why is that finger bent that way?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I brought, I brought my kid who at the time was seven years old or even six. It was just before his birthday. He was six years old. We got him in the stands. Uh, facing away from the stadium, giving middle fingers to the other that's team. Hilarious! Oh, it's great. Dad of the year. That's <laughs> right. You got to
1: raise him right. He's not just a bad influence on Twitter, <laughs> that's or, what I or love. on us.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On yeah.
1: exclusively. Or on our fans. <laughs> I mean, this poor weekend. Kale.
3: <laughs> <laughs> poor Kale. No, she was like this before I met her. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I just ha- brought
1: it out. I of Hope her. so. <laughs> I think she posted that you and Jay are like two devils on each shoulder. That's you know, pretty like much a right. devil on each shoulder. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's. that's what they are to us Not so. one off the other appears yeah. <laughs> what it, w- i asked you before but like you think that if a miami team comes it's sort of going to dwindle the fandom of other teams in, my, in mls or in miami i should say or do you think your your group will stay together
3: well i mean i know our group's going to stay together we have a lot of seattle and washington state expats uh who are involved and i mean it's it's pre- it's a pretty decent sized group and once you get into it and once you get into the support, it's, it's kind of a hard thing to get rid of. I mean, yeah, you can like a local team. Plus, I mean, you think about a place like Miami, that's one thing that we always say is like, it's the sixth borough. Cause all you jackasses come down there from the winter. You retire <laughs> yeah, yeah. down there and you never go away. Sure. You always we talk about down. how great New York is. And I just tell them 95 North. All my, <laughs> all my Jewish family members are there. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> well, listen, I got family washing up ashore.
1: so <laughs> They're not, not going to complain. I, you know, it, well, it might start again. unfortunately. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, like, Miami is definitely one of those cities where, like, not many people are from Miami. Yeah. Everyone's from somewhere else, you know? Unless you really go in. Like, like, I have family in Hialeah. They're all from Miami. Mm -hmm. You go to my, like, South Beach no one from Miami. Yeah, is nobody there. from Miami's there. No, they're not there. So you do get people from and especially Seattle not not a city that I'm familiar with a lot of expats from, but clearly if they're leaving, they're going to a place like Miami. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not going from Seattle to, you know, Portland no, or not at Montana. All. You're going no. to a place that's warm, sunny. I mean, Has anyone like... ever gone to Montana besides witness protection? <laughs> I
1: don't
3: know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, see we have to get into uh let's let's talk
2: let's talk sports. Let's talk soccer, let's talk the uh, Seattle Sounders. What's that? The reigning champions of MLS. That's uh, right. Where, did you go to the MLS Cup final?
3: I did not, unfortunately. Okay. I, yeah, I have a day job and I'm a single dad, so I, I only get a couple of away days a year. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's fair. Uh, but what what do you think about the, the Sounders this year? Well, obviously, you've you've heard us talking about them a lot. You've heard uh, Alexis's uh, criticism of Clint Dempsey in general for either for the Sounders or or uh, for the U.S. Men's National Team. I think a lot is made of that. Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, way more than needs to be I think he's just A little too old To be starting On the men's national team But whatever
2: But for the Sounders He could play at any age
1: Yeah Also yeah, I mean much. the guy You know What did he have Like a heart attack Or something He had something to home with <laughs> his heart I mean he had an ablation I think Yeah Yeah I mean come yeah. on You know uh, Far be it for me To worry about this man's heart and when, so, I
2: hear, when I hear that I think he, he Did he have a, a child Who was black and Asian <laughs> He had <Yes>. a <laughs>
1: Possibly
2: What
3: are we
1: supposed to do We can't let him on the team
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look at this kid. He can't let him on the team. What did I tell you? Yeah. Seattle is all accepting. Yeah,
2: yeah that's, that's important. Uh But what do you think of the Sounders uh, this season? And and uh, obviously, you know, they haven't clinched a playoff spot, but how do you
3: feel about their chances uh, on a repeat? I mean, the Sounders, like, were really spoiled at the end of the year with that run that they went on. Sure. As soon as Schmetz took over, I know you hate him, but. You know. No, 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 he hates me. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't hate you. The thing about Schmetz is if you, if you see any of his speeches, he does a lot of this thing where he points at you yeah. and makes sure that you know that he's talking to you, okay. because he's does trying he roll his eyes and point back? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's trying. He's trying to. He's trying to acknowledge you. He's trying to let you know. It's like, hey, I know you're here and you're part of the crew. And I so, wish you weren't. That's, that's right. What he had and get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah but that's uh, probably why we had trouble with the credentials after
3: <laughs> for MLS All Star. Our team, we got so spoiled with the run at the end of the year. We came in second from the bottom when Schmetzer came in and Nico showed up and Torres was coming back and we basically, Schmetzer said, we have to do something like eight wins, four ties and two losses to even make the playoffs. That was his plan. We went exactly eight, four and two. And uh, in that time, I mean, we were planning on having Clint Dempsey the whole time. Of course, he goes down with the heart thingamajigger when a jigger just ripped it out of his chest. Official yeah. doctor's words, not Do- his. Thingamajigger. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, Clint went down and uh, it was as soon when Schmetzer came in, we I was actually at the first match against LA and you could just see the difference when Nico Ladero was on the field and between Nico combining with Clint, combining with Jordan Morris, and we were still trying to, we just switched formation because Siggy had come in in the beginning of the year with some 4-3-3 crap, and he kept trying to push it, even though uh, Obafemi Martin's, like, jet two weeks before the season. Right, right. So, I mean, that was supposed to be the plan. We were going to have three strikers, and when he jets, I mean, we only have two, and he's still trying to push three. So. Who was taking over that third spot? Was it Will Bruin? Uh, Nelson Valdez was no, supposed Valdez. to be oh, the yeah, starter. That's right, Nelson Valdez, who didn't and score
1: until the playoffs. He didn't score until the playoffs. Hell of a hell of a forward. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
2: I'll save it. I'll just save it for uh, the end of the for the
1: end of the party, buddy. Yeah. I don't show up, but at the end, <laughs> exactly. I'm there helping clean up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I he. So you had this great run.
3: I, do you think that's going to happen this year? You might need it. I mean the the way it the it's weird the way that it's lined up because we actually started off. A lot better than we had this year but there was so much cri- or than last year because but there was so much criticism because we weren't just winning games we weren't finishing we were having possession of like 76 70 80 yeah. against teams and we just weren't finishing i mean you can kill a team by the death of a thousand passes but you can kill yourself too if you're not having shots for sure so. i'm an arsenal fan we all know <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. i mean even if you look at nico ladero's numbers this year compared to last year and you map out the half season versus the whole season and everything else he's got half the shots so far this full season than he's had of oh in that last in that partial half season last year season yeah i mean so it's it's coming to the point where you can pass the ball around all you want you just yeah. just have the shots what but, is it did he get figured out or you know it's his all his percentages are up his passing percentages are up his defensive percentages are up um the bat the, this team is built on defense as much as we have for flash up front. It's built right. on defense. When you got Chad Marshall and Roman Torres in the middle in the back, I mean, it's bananas. Then you, got, then you got Jovan Jones out on the left with 10 assists before the season's even halfway over. And right back was always such a mystery to us. Brad Evans was supposed to start the season there, but the injury proneness and then we brought in Kelvin Lierdom and he's brought such an element to it. It's short up the back and you got rolled on and Ozzie in the middle before in front of that rolled on can rolled on ever since college. He was a 10. Yeah. But, I mean, learning under Gonzalo Pineda and next to Ozzie Alonzo, the dude, the dude's a phenomenal eight. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's very good. Yeah. He's one of the, he's, he's caught fire this year. Yeah. And I mean, we never really had a full roster. Thanks Garth Lagerwey, who also was a goalkeeper on the Miami fusion. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, with all the injuries and everything else, I mean, our starting lineup against Vancouver the other day uh, had so many backups in it with, with all the strikers down and everything. We had started Clint at the nine and then he had rolled on from his normal defensive milder, midfielder position up at the 10 with Victor Rodriguez and Nico Ladero as wings. So, I mean, you're all over the place. You're just trying to scrap together pieces. What? I, I'm, I'm, first of all. Siege knows his stuff I'm like, Siege I'm like, knows his I'm stuff just, Yeah no like,
2: he's uh, not
1: He's not short of information On this team for I'm, sure
2: But I'm just like uh, I, I just thought it was gonna The analysis was gonna be As like uh, You know as gross As his gif yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. But no no, They you gotta get
1: in there And play <laughs> hard <laughs> He's but, like no no no. Let me talk about formation <laughs> You <great>. go <laughs> deep There you go There. But, but this is great
2: <laughs> But I, I uh, Following you on Twitter And having uh, Getting to know you and, and I feel like I get to know more About uh, just how uh, the Seattle Sounders fans kind of discuss uh, discuss games and discuss uh, their players because there is a lot of uh, maybe more than some other teams I feel like there's a lot of public uh, an outright love of, of certain players. But you know, Christian Rodan seems to be one of them. Him, Absolutely. Him eating
1: donuts and things yeah. like that are like things that, or who I like to call dad Marshall. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. Dad Marshall. That, yeah.
3: We call him dad Marshall. too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, dad bod. but one thing I, I
2: don't really see too much of is like outright, uh, maybe, maybe just because I'm not in, in the Seattle Sounders fear yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In, in Twitter. I don't see that much uh, negativity towards players, but like how, uh, how do people react? Uh, how do the Seattle Sounders, uh, uh, you know, Although we elite did, fans kind of re- respond to how kind of, you know, a lackluster of a season Jordan Morris has had? And uh, and uh, and Jovan Jones, like, uh, you know, signing to leave, agreeing yeah. to leave and, and maybe not showing the most. I feel like uh, especially with the game against Philly, there were a couple opportunities where he didn't really close down.
3: There is definitely call out. I mean, okay. well, among among the Twitter and it, it gets, it can get loud sometimes too. A couple, couple weeks ago there was, Hey, we need to bench Jordan. I mean, it, it comes from starting of the season. He's up at the nine and then all of a sudden, well, Jordan's not scoring. So we, and Bruins cleaning up all this stuff that we're finishing at the end of the match. So put Bruin up front, let's move Jordan back to the wing so we can run at people. So he's got more open. And then all of a sudden, Oh, he's not finishing over there too. Oh, look, we got Victor Rodriguez. Uh, maybe Jordan needs some time on the bench. And well, that was solved by an injury, unfortunately, but right now i mean the the way that they're doing it now i mean even with the injuries to everybody else we've got you know Clint Dempsey up top yeah. and as alexis hates him uh, <laughs> he can still he can still play plenty of games I mean, just th- this week it, we'll we, get him out of there <laughs> I hate him. we had three matches in one week and he didn't even start he didn't start on uh saturday or sunday versus philly so yeah. uh, and i mean he still came in and played 30 35 minutes so can this team
1: can this team, the way it's made up, win the MLS Cup? Honestly, honestly, I believe so. Because how, how you've got Toronto playing out of their skin. No one's even considering the fact that they have thirty-six goal differential. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. no one's even brought this up. And they're <laughs> monsters. And then you've got Atlanta, you know, nipping at the heels. Yeah. And also, you've got Vancouver, which
3: is parking the bus pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. Well, did you see Wednesday? No. No. Uh, we saw the highlights oh, you saw the highlights yeah. yeah uh sounders pretty much whipped their ass yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah that's right well, yeah i mean over white tips mean, just, a little, <laughs> just a little thing yeah Help the bonfire burn them down <laughs> little white hills uh, <laughs> <laughs> they but i mean clearly you know in a
1: playoff scenario yeah. playing playing that parking the bus style and playing that defensive and they have your old forward freddie montero mm-hmm. who you could use right now uh a guy like who? that <laughs> <laughs> he cut the hair maybe you don't recognize him anymore <laughs> but again, you have a guy like that who who can has the skill to clean up on a, you know on a counter on a counter attack or at least to finish on a counter attack you know you really think that going up against this type of competition, playing the lackluster way you've been playing, that you uh, that the Seattle Sounders can still make it to the world, to the MLS Cup final? Are you trying to fight me? No. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, Certainly no, not. Absolutely. You've got
3: drills, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I definitely think they can. It's going to be a tough road, but uh, even in the postgame comments... Just this past week, Schmetzer was like, we got to figure it out. I mean, we played just the, the match on Sunday against Philly. We threw a lot of S2 guys out there, a lot of bench players out there, just because of the way that the schedule is and it, you just got. You have to figure it out when it comes down to the playoffs. You've got so much time in between the damn games. It's yeah. worse than the NBA playoffs, where it takes like eighteen months right. to fr- to crown a champion. <laughs> yeah, I, but there's an international break in the middle of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there exactly. Is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, between that, I mean, there, the international break this week. It's like, come on, we, we've got. It'll give us time to heal, guys, and put our best put our best eleven out there. But. I, th- I think they can do it It's a, They have to put it together They make it click When they get it together And when they just Go after it It's the The whole possession thing I mean Come on I'm not about easing it in I just want to throw it All right up in there
1: Sure Get the balls in there too Just
3: push it uh, All in that balls deep
1: <laughs> yeah that sounds exactly this is in why you can Mall- never be a youth coach okay <laughs> what do you just, mean just because the, the rhetoric would be yeah. just too complicated the dude. parents are like look I can't tell you he's doing this but I'm pretty sure he's doing this when in
3: Pennsylvania this just past weekend we were at a USL match shout out to the capital city crew for Harrisburg City Islanders uh, great a great logo yeah like yeah I love that love them. looks it looks like Florida yeah in Pennsylvania hilarious and I got a spitting ticket in Harrisburg it's a cool town yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> Great uh, the the president of their the president of their uh, supporters group Capital City Crew uh, yeah I was talking to his thirteen year old son about butt stuff so I mean. <laughs> I am a youth coach. Okay, yeah. jeez, yeah, you, you got to raise ball kids. The problem is, you like cigaret- coach cigarette butts yeah. about to like not smoke. No, <laughs> of.
1: <laughs> of course,
3: it's like it's kind of the same, but it's the difference between <laughs> driving a car and riding a tractor. <laughs> this is—I feel like you are a youth coach, but the coaching is not
1: in sports; it's in something very different. It's, it's life. life. It's life, life yeah. coach. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, well, look—you can be a life coach for twenty seconds on the internet. You get the certificate.
2: <laughs> well, uh, I'm curious uh, when when we're, you know we talk about Clint Dempsey. How much do you think he uh honestly has to give? Uh how much does he have left? Uh, do you want to see him uh in this in you know for the playing for the Seattle Saunders two years from now? Uh, like, how far does that uh, love affair kind of go with with uh some of the
1: some of the aging players? Especially he's one of those dudes that you're gonna have to rip the jersey off his back. Yeah,
3: yeah. absolutely. I mean the thing with the thing with Clint is even this this season, he's even had a sit down with Brian Schmetzer and everything else like that about, you know, kind of preserving his heart and everything else like that, being older, not playing as many, so many back to back to back matches like the three match week this week. Right. Um, so they kind of rest him a little bit. Uh, personally, I would like to see him play a couple more years. I think he's still got it. When he's got the rest and when he's feeling good, I mean, there's nobody better. There's no better American striker. I mean, the, for sure. The, I mean, the, the, Slogan on our scarf is score goals and fuck shit up. That is the definition of Clint Dempsey. He just goes out there, he scores goals and he fucks shit up. People don't know what he's going to do. And it's just, it's, it's a marvel to see. And I mean, you need somebody like that on your team who's unpredictable, but can find that seeing eye pass can hit that, that long free kick. I mean, just, just something.
0: Yeah, he
2: does. Even in, uh, there, there were a couple of plays against, uh, when he came into the game, uh, against Philly, uh, instant fire, instant, yeah, instant you just, fire. He's just, just like, Oh, this there, this is the spark. This mm- is the difference. He, Look at the
3: match against Portland. A couple, a couple, uh, like a month or so back where, uh Sanders were down 2-0 at halftime and down a man. He yeah. comes in in the 75th minute or somewhere around there and sets up sets up one goal and then scores the match winner in the 94th. Yeah. I and mean, it's it's He's just, done
1: the same thing for the men's national team as much as I'd like to, you know, whatever uh disrespect him maybe <laughs> for the the calendar. Uh you know, Knock I was like, Alexis. yeah, and I was like, I got to be honest. I'm like, I ate my words. You know, I apologized because he came in and immediately changed the game. Part me of it is, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> apologize. Uh, but he also, he's one of those people that um, he roams a lot. You know, he doesn't play Absolutely. a specific position. Absolutely. I remember how well it worked at Fulham when he was at Fulham. Mm-hmm. I remember how badly it worked at Tottenham, and which is mm-hmm. why he couldn't get on there. Um, now we talk about the connection between him and Nicolodero. Mm-hmm is I mean it it seems to me like it's still not understood how they're both going to play well I mean or at least together. see what
3: I don't understand how it works and how it doesn't work sometimes because uh if you look at the first couple games after we got Nico with Clint, you look at l a who we were in such a shit place at that time when yeah. uh, the first match with it was all Schrezer. falling apart yeah, it was completely falling apart we were i was I'm taking my son to his first. Sounders match in a, in in Seattle oh, and we're sitting there going oh god we're gonna lose 4-1 I'm like please just don't do that yeah. and we come out and we had it one nothing for a while and we ended up tying 1-1 and we showed up and then the very next week we're back down in Orlando just having a party and Clint gets a hat trick I mean uh, Orlando yeah. goes up one nothing, and we're thinking oh crap it's the same stuff all over again and just between Clint and Nico, Nico's finding those long passes to Clint running in or f- no, he was finding the long passes to Jordan who would lay him off to Clint. I mean, that's, it's, it was just bananas. I mean, d- just the way it works sometimes. Then when Clint went down, they had to refigure it all out. But that's and, also when Nico really took off is when Clint wasn't there. Well, uh, Nico was actually showing up before that. Yeah. And it was Nico, I think was, it was more of the deep when he was playing more deep, and setting up those long through balls to Jordan is when he took off, in my my personal opinion. But now this year, and they people came in expecting it to be like Oba Clint in twenty fourteen, right. where they just lit the league on fire. Yeah, yeah. And they it, came to NYCFC, they came to Yankee Stadium, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, and, and yeah,
1: we were just like, does anyone is it, does everyone else see Oba <laughs> Femi Martins? Because it seems like no one's even covering this guy. You know, it was very frustrating. We're like, he's right there.
3: <laughs> it was so nice, no lube.
1: Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Oh my God! Yeah, I heard. We didn't sit after that match. I believe it. <laughs> Do you think Schmetzer's the guy? Because I got to be honest, I feel like no one believed he was the guy until he won the MLS Cup final. Even that morning when I was talking to him and he hated me, I'm like, "Well, you're gonna be gone, so don't disrespect." Yeah. <laughs> and here he still is carrying he, around that he, cup of coffee. He's not the
2: most charismatic of people. He's he's more he's the no. su- he's the the substitute teacher of the year. He's
3: Chad Marshall's uncle. Is who he is. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he's a local guy from. Seattle. Seattle. And I mean, he won when they were in the A-League, I know that. He won, he won won twice in the A-League. He won twice in the A-League. And the, there was a big uproar about when the MLS, when Sounders were jumping up to MLS about why can't we keep Schmetzer as head guy? But of course, you know, they want to make a splash. They want somebody with MLS experience. They got, so they got basically the winningest MLS coach ever at the time or, or now, I don't know, whatever, Siggy. Yeah, and, still uh, I mean, and he, and he did a great job. Siggy did a great job and they kept Schmetz on as the, uh, number one assistant. And right. he's been there the whole time. He knows the players. He knows everything in and out. The dude won in the A league with nothing. I mean, and he ended up bringing a couple of those guys up to the MLS squad, like Zach Scott, who just retired last year, has 350 appearances for the Sounders. That's correct. I mean, he's Mr. Sounder. And, um, and Roger Levesque. I mean, you know what he's done against is the Portland. There a,
2: there a, is there a Mrs. Sounder? <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> well. she's not home right. Uh, Roger Levesque is
1: famous for that. What is it? He had sixty-three seconds or a sixteen second goal? Forty eight. Forty eight seconds. Forty eight seconds. He came in and he scored it against Portland.
3: Against Portland. It and was when yeah, it was when they were still they were still in the USL. We were in MLS and it was uh and he just comes in, fires right off fires right off, hits the goal. And um, and the timber chopping fall down tree uh, celebration, yeah, celebration yeah. 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 And now, if you see any of the local commercials with the Seattle Sounders, anytime, anytime we play the Timbers, uh, hashtag fell the Timbers, and they they just have Roger Levesque out there in a uniform, like cutting down trees or like throwing logs into a wood chipper, and he just stands there looking at it, setting fires. And I mean, it's great.
1: They, uh, I've, I've watched the MLS uh, MLS uh, The the Movement uh, I believe uh, Covered this But he's Like not allowed
3: In most bars in Portland That's right like, That's, <laughs> like, That's right
1: uh, To this day Like he's still not allowed like, He's, if like, it was he's a, like Bill Buckner
3: And he's yeah. one of the nicest guys ever too And he's just like You know what If they gotta have somebody to hate Why not me Yeah I mean look At least you're remembered Exactly At the end of the day You gotta exactly. be remembered Owned Yeah
2: it. I mean you know You gotta take a lot of antidepressants But whatever
1: <laughs> I mean look it's, uh, there's Things worse Not being allowed in Portland Like you know, just don't go to Portland. You know what I mean? <laughs> God.
0: I mean, actually, exactly. it's also
1: kind of cool. Like, I would go to Portland just to see what happens. I would love that. I, I don't want to be hated by Portland. I love the city of Portland. <laughs> but I would love to just have, like have a place that doesn't want me there and be like, I want to, oh, I guess my in laws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I go to Thanksgiving your, dinner. Your father's home. home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or his heart. What father?
3: <laughs> uh,
1: if I'll, you're watching this, go fuck. <laughs> anyway,
3: right. I'll be your dad. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> Nothing's. I'll here. teach you how to use a chainsaw. <laughs> See, speaking of chainsaws, I
2: <laughs> Speaking of chainsaws, uh, we should ask. If, uh, you know, uh, Hurricane Irma did go through uh, Florida, and that was. I uh, thought was going
1: to be a uh, Portland
3: Timbers thing. Did not chainsaws. score goals, but did fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, but you know, we had. Uh, I know you had uh, tweeted out some stuff about just like uh, uh, people who needed help or needed help like boarding things up. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we're we're just generally uh, it, it is fascinating. Because I I personally feel like it is so much different than any other sport uh, where that the, the sense of community is, is so much stronger within exactly. soccer. Even if it's a supporters group from a team that's you know five thousand miles six thousand miles yeah. away. Uh, what was uh what was that experience like? I mean I uh, you know Florida obviously you know goes through hurricanes from time to time. But uh, you, given uh, t- since we met you and since we've gotten to know you, what 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 do Tropic Sounders do whenever there's like uh, you know scenarios like this when it comes to prepare because I know you were you were actively yourself helping board uh, places up absolutely uh, what what happened in in, in that uh, in that time preparing for those things
3: well I mean the. Living in South Florida, growing up in South Florida, you've been through these things a few times. And I mean, when you see a five, generally it's out there. If it's one through three, you're like, eh, you'll be okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So uh, once you get to four or five, you start going, eh, then the cone of death is right over you. And you, you need to get prepared. Yeah. And with about a week out, or with about, uh, you know, three, four days, a week out, people still needed help. And we just did. And a lot of our guys, a lot of our guys in uh, Tropic Sound, uh, got together and helped out wherever we are because we're not in one city specifically. Right. I mean, we cover, we cover all of Florida. We've got people up in the Gulf. Uh, we've got people as far. Um, we've got North Carolina, uh, Kale's in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, people all the way up to Virginia, all over South Florida and down into the Keys, West Florida. It's just everybody, whoever could help, just got out and helped. I mean, between uh, me and Rome and Bella, we were active on Twitter. We were trying to keep up with whoever was there. We used our phone list, called every single member that we have um, to make sure that they were okay. If they needed help, we'd get them help. Um, Rome owns his own business. So he was out there just, he was out there driving around in his work truck wherever anybody needed help, they would set it up. Bella was working the phones like crazy. Just telling us, look, we got people up in Boynton. We got people down in West Kendall. We got people in uh, North keys and, uh, who, and we would just send out the message. Hey, you're already set up. Can you help this person? When people see that, it's like the neighbors are like, oh man, I can't do this by myself. Can you just help me with this real quick? Yeah. I think we got all together about 70, 80 houses, prepared, whether wow. it's just like putting up shutters, boarding up something, or even just uh, helping, you know, Abuela with the, with the uh, big old pot, potted yeah. plant to bring it in the, or pot. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The big old All right, pot, right Abuela? <laughs>
2: Abuela. Abuela got
1: a grow house.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no? Abuela, I'm not
1: Coquina. Yeah. <laughs> it is Florida. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where we watched from afar and we couldn't help but not only be impressed, but also like as New Yorkers, this isn't something we typically have to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't understand. We see the videos on the news and stuff of people boarding up their homes and stuff. But, you know, you, we all think about like the old people that live in Florida and how that gets taken of. So it's really awesome that you would uh, you and your friends and, and, and the whole group would make it a, make it sort of a, a priority to help others in that moment where. I probably would have just left i think that's
3: what i would have done i would have just driven north i mean a lot of people did but i mean the thing is we we've been through this i mean after andrew andrew wiped uh homestead off the map yeah i mean there there was just entire cities and they didn't even know how strong andrew was for 15 years afterwards because it literally blew all the sensors off the top of the national hurricane center in miami yeah and after going through that and seeing a five and how good they've been with the predictions more and more shout out to science. Um, (laughs) just hands up emoji. (laughs) 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 Um, yeah, well with all that, it's seeing it bear down on you. You got to get prepared and you got to get prepared early. I mean, Pretty much everyone in Florida has extra gallons of water in a, in in their pantry, canned food all over the place. I mean, after after Wilma, even Wilma was the one that went and sat over the tip of Mexico, over right. the Yucatan Peninsula for like five days, yeah, and just pounded, and then came back across the state from the west. Wilma wiped out um, my house. I I literally held my roof together by holding a sliding closet door against it uh, after my side roof had blown away. I held a closet door against it through the second half of the storm, and Jeez. yeah, I mean, in, in the, we had in the eye of the storm because it was such a big storm. I had my dad on the phone um, shouting out where the second eye wall was, and we were going from house to house just in our neighborhood. We had fourteen tornadoes come through our neighborhood in Wilma. We were without uh, power for twenty-one days, and we were without water for Jeez. seventeen. Uh, so why? it has to be. Somebody must be like, "Hey, don't go."
2: I'll go to that neighborhood. Yeah, don't hang out. Don't hang hang out
3: out there. There's some bad tornadoes. don't know what he's doing in
2: there.
1: (laughs) I was like, eight, nine of them. Why still live in Florida? What is the point of living in the middle of, you know, nature is
3: trying to murder you? Well, you see it coming. (laughs) You see it coming from, Why? I mean, why live in San Francisco when all of a sudden the earth can swallow you immediately? I mean, at least we got warning. Yeah, true. <laughs> but you, you got are, you, warning and you can get out. It is always nice to have somebody who swallows. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> sure. Thank you, Christian, my <laughs> sweet baby bird. I have corrupted you.
1: Boy, boy, how? Oh, I'm going to lather him <laughs> up. Once bit. again, we like to apologize to all the parents listening to their chill <laughs> with their children. If they're still listening, I am not apologizing.
3: But, you know, I
2: anything. think this does uh, uh, kind of point something out that soccer, supporting soccer, can save your life. Exactly.
1: Yes. And what more, what makes it very important for us, and one of the reasons why we wanted to have this conversation with you, is when we talk about like building up MLS, it's not just about getting more people to watch on TV, which is important, or more asses in the seats. It's about what is the community that's built around the fans. Absolutely. And what, is that, what does that do? You know, um, Julian Sakovich is doing a great job on the MLS channel, Absolutely. showing all the supporters and all they do for the community. But also, like in smaller instances, something that's not as organized as, the, as, as those things are, is just when tragedy strikes, mm-hmm. what do what do we as soccer supporters do? And typically what we do is we turn to the communities we're a part of. And there's no bigger community in many of our lives than soccer. You know, for us, it's like when something happens in the comedy community, we all reach out to help. Soccer is the exact same way. It's like this many other family we Absolutely.
3: have. Absolutely. I and that's what we can. That's what we talk about with the away days. We've got our away family. I mean, I've got uh, my best friends are in Valparaiso, Indiana and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania and Jeez. Chicago, Illinois. Just because of we meet up. Up, and we go to the away games and we go hard. You right, that's just really all it is. When it, it comes down to live to near each other, you can't piss each other off that often, which is very important for best friends. Oh yeah, we can. You should see the group text. <laughs> oh
1: man, I can only imagine because what you put public is pretty disgusting. What do you What do you hide from the people? You want to see the picture? <laughs> no, this I don't. You yeah. sure, Kale? What are you doing with these folks, Kale? Run! No, don't stay. You like the it. princess? If she's the princess of the Cooligans, what are you? Don't worry about what anybody thinks. <laughs> yeah, the Duke. Yeah. Oh, Oh no! <laughs> oh, new God. new name—the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duke of the Cooligans. Just... <laughs> well, listen—I know you're you're up in Brooklyn. It's very different uh, than than uh, Florida, but hopefully, this right here has brought you a little closer to that family that you don't have right now. Because since you're away, your uh, you're trying to you're... say I don't have a family. And, well, the soccer family. Gotcha. Oh, we're we're, he, we're he, he,
3: he's actually yeah.
1: here to escape from his son.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> shout out to Donovan.
1: Yeah, so well speaking of shout out, shout out to the Tropic Sounders, shout out to the Tropic Sounders, Cuba, shout out to all the you know Seattle Sounders fans uh that are outside of Seattle, shout out to all the soccer fans that are outside of the city of the team they, they support yet still make it a point to uh you know make it a part of their daily life. Uh it's it's this. This is it. This is what's going to get MLS to the next level. This is what's going to get MLS to be the best league in the world. It's not just better players, it's not just better coaches, it's not just better stadiums, it's not just better ratings. It's it's fans that give a shit and it's fans that that go out of their way uh, to help out other fans and to work with other fans and to build that community from the inside out. So shouts to you, Siege, uh, for doing what you do and uh, for coming to Brooklyn and being a part of this podcast. Of course. Thank you so
3: much, dude. I couldn't not come here. Absolutely. going to get handsy as soon as you
1: <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, we're going to keep oh the other. We right. have nanny cams all over this place. Good. Uh, Send uh, me see, the
2: tape. Before we go, mention uh, uh, where people should follow on Twitter to support uh, Tropic Sound and, uh, and
3: yourself. I personally am at C-E-E-J-N-E-S-S. C-E-E-J, That's my personal stuff, which is a hell of a lot weirder than Tropic Sounders. <laughs> and uh, Tropic Sound is at Tropic Sounders. Um, and Tropic Sound Cuba is at Tropic Sound Cuba and those are pretty much the easiest place. And it's the same throughout any of them, Instagram, uh, Periscope, whatever, don't go on the Periscope unless you're above 18 (laughs) Uh, (laughs) or have a fake ID or have a fake
1: ID. You can do that. Um, and you know, listen, if we have anyone that's listening in Southern Florida, um, do you guys get together? Is there a specific bar or something you guys go watch the games at?
3: Uh, because we are kind of scattered, we do a couple of different places in Miami. We've been to black label, which is a newer place. Um, in Delray, which is where I'm from Delray beach, which is Palm beach County. We do a place called Cabo flats, which is in West Boca or West Delray. Um, and, uh, and we just kind of we get together wherever we can, and depending on how big the match is, we'll even do it. At, we'll even do it at my house. So I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, you post on Twitter where where you're going to be uh, viewing them and all that. Uh, yeah, if we if we get together, it's either on Twitter or on the Facebook. They're all the same. Tropic Sounders, Siege, whatever. Awesome. So guys, if you're in Florida and
1: you uh, don't have a team that you currently support and you want to check this out, go watch. Just go watch a game with these guys. Um, I think it'll be absolutely awesome. Check them out on Twitter. Uh, Tropic Sounders uh, Siege. Thanks so much for being here. Dude. Anytime. My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. And uh, for the rest of the fans, we'll be right back with segment number three right after this. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening We just wanted to break in real quick and ask you to do us a huge favor
2: Yeah, all we want to, all we want you to do is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel That is the, oh, man. That's the big, look, we're working, we work very hard on this podcast We're also making a, a very concerted effort to put out some more video content for you guys And
1: we want to get some people li- uh, watching those videos as well Yeah, I mean right now you got about like 30 more seconds before the second segment comes up So I beg you, if you're on your phone, you can do other stuff while you're listening to this podcast Why don't you click on YouTube? the YouTube app, why don't you put it in soccer, cooligans and just hit that subscribe button. And if you can hit that little bell, that notification, let you know every time we put up a video, we're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week. We have a video right now that's called FIFA, the news that we're playing FIFA and we're seeing, we're having that predict the biggest match. And we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video. And there's a lot of cool editing that's involved. It takes a long time, but it's really, really funny.
2: Exactly. So uh, look, we're doing a lot of work. We want just a little bit of validation. A little, yeah, That's a little, it. Just a little bit. It's, that that hard, <laughs> hard. come on we're, so
1: we're just two two little comedians <laughs> you yeah. want a little like too poor i would like some more please <laughs> some more followers and subscribers on our youtube so yeah. if you can hit the like button comment on some of the videos if you can at the very minimum hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends it would be absolutely amazing yeah, baby. We're
0: back.
2: Oh. wasn't that great? Siege. What Siege. a great guy. What a great guy.
1: And uh we we don't even have to file a restraining order. No, we uh we put all these cameras up just in case he tried to touch us. <laughs> and now I have to find a way to take him down. In fact, okay, I didn't well, need him to take them
2: down. <laughs> sure. We do, we just have to go to the uh the precinct to file a statement. That's
1: all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a what a wonderful dude. And, and I think this uh, one of the most impressive things is it's just the the ability to sort of create this little bit of a atmosphere for a team that's not even playing in your city, outside of your city. You know, every, you know, the rub against MLS is that it had no fans back in the day. We got fans of teams in other cities. You know what yeah,
2: I mean? Yeah. Let's not underestimate how difficult this must be. Uh, to basically corral like a lot of uh different people in, in in like different counties in Florida and and just to 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 unify on on you know on on, on supporting uh especially and a soccer team of yeah. all things a soccer team that that is so far away from where you live so it's not easy to do and and on top of that they actually uh you know are uh, doing like you know
1: supporting each other supporting the community like it's just it's just a great story it is it's it's awesome and it''s, it's something something that we love to highlight, you know, because when we started the podcast, one of the first things we said is like, wouldn't it be cool if like We like led to more MLS fans. Like, wouldn't that be wild? You know, like that was, it was out of our expectations, but it was like one of those things like, imagine people like followed MLS because of us. That'd be wild. And that's exactly what he's doing, you know? Yeah,
2: it is uh, a thing I didn't expect either. uh, Where, just in in regards to that, where like when we were in Atlanta, uh, some people came up to me and they were like, you know, I I love listening to your podcast because I get to learn more about the league, which is, Surreal to me Yeah One because
1: There's a a hundred other podcasts
2: Where you can learn And I'm also
1: What are you learning About this league (laughs) Through us I mean thank you But also really You know
2: I think people are learning More the, the, the On an anecdotal level Like you know Just when yeah, either the fruit bowl or or Nemanja Nikolic tra- yeah. caressing your face. Yes. like these are things where like okay, well now the Chicago Fire seem a little bit more intriguing because <laughs> because they're going around touching bearded man's face.
1: Well, I mean, if he loves Alexis, maybe <laughs> we should learn to love him.
2: You know, uh, so that it is great, and we're we're glad he uh, uh, could come by, and, and uh, he's
1: one of our day ones, man. He's just uh, one of our OG fans, and we're happy to have uh, have him around. Yeah, yeah. So uh, look at this in a week. we're we get to hang out with Jay. We get to hang out with uh, Siege a couple months ago. We got to hang out with Kale. Yeah. We're going to get to all the we're fans. we get to all of them. There's a
2: bunch of people. I know there's like... Uh, I can't know, wait to go to Columbus and meet Ty. Ty. Uh, well, I met Ty. He came, he he came, came to, to your show. He came to my show in yeah. uh, in, in Hoboken.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's right. Hoboken
2: Comedy the, Dimitri. Remember Dimitri? Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course.
1: <laughs>
2: he was uh, one of the early guys that was uh, watching us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a he's I, so he's a oh I, thought, I think he's a Montreal fan but living in Toronto or he's a he, Toronto fan living in Montreal. Yeah, it's, it's one a? of those. I, I forgot which. Which he'll let us know. He'll let us know. Uh, we've,
1: we've met Kevin Wayne,
2: Foy, of course. Kevin Foy, Wayne Powell, Wayne Powell was a, yeah. po- a Portland Timbers guy. Yeah, uh, who's oh,
1: early. These are the early people. These are the early ones, so of sure. course. Dave Moncion and and Youssef. I mean, those guys. Yeah, are literally day one because we just. Text Dave, hey, could you listen to this <laughs> podcast we we started? Yeah,
2: it's, it's I guess for for us it's like crazier for the people that are not in New York because obviously the the NYCFC fans were like we meet them so they sort they're yeah our, they're our Facebook friends so you right. und- you understand like that degree of separation right? But the, if somebody in Portland you're like oh whoa well, how the hell how why the, why <laughs> <laughs> what
1: did we do to you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't use this as, as evidence against <laughs> uh, against us. Um. So uh, so yeah. But uh, so that was great. Thank you. See again uh but there are uh there were a bunch of games uh there, a lot of games this uh this week this past week uh there were there was a, a bunch of wednesday games and a bunch of saturday games and then one uh one sunday match uh but we should was, since we just spoke to siege we should uh discuss seattle the seattle sounders yeah um the sounders of seattle you know uh what uh what's going on with them <laughs> well they uh i would say like most of the western conference they're just like staying afloat outside of vancouver i would say no other
1: team kind of uh looks super consistent well that's the thing like what well, you know so all right they lost the philly and in they terrible lost. fashion yeah right? so philly uh a team they could have easily beaten <laughs> look philly's got philly's got a lot of talent on there but they haven't had a great season right but yeah. then then the other question becomes does this even matter it's not like seattle's not gonna make the playoffs well they haven't clinched a playoff spot right uh, but but is it like i mean are they really well they
2: struggling they could they could lose the opportunity to host their playoff game so th- this does matter
1: yeah for sure you want home field advantage look they should have won but at the same time like you're you know you're looking back at some of these matches and going i mean is it you know the most important
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel like Seattle Sounders supporters would uh, disagree with you.
1: Well, I mean, also, I don't think Seattle Sounders uh, supporters are taking into consideration that they got to see a Millie Rock in the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, from the opposing team. Yeah, yeah but still, care. I mean, look, anytime I see a Millie Rock, I feel good about <laughs> myself, okay? If you don't know, that was a dance that Marcus Epps did. Yeah. Uh, you know, just hit him with a little...
2: Yeah, after after Aye. his goal, which, you know what? So uh, Marcus Epps scored the first goal, uh, and, and this game wasn't... This game, could have been, or probably should have been one-one. Uh, but that that Epsco was great, and it, it was a. Uh uh, it was a great cross. He was he was yeah. basically by himself. But Stefan Fry should probably do better there. He he got beat he he near post. Stand on his head for most of the match. He just let two win. Fry being Fry, that's what he does. He, I it's mean, true. They're not going to get far with, without some
1: miraculous saves from time. It's to like time. if I stop at one slice, people are going to be like, "What are you doing? You know? <laughs> we is, know who you are. Is everything okay? Yeah, You're really not being yourself right now. <laughs> they just go right up to me they put their, their back of their hand <laughs> on, their, on my forehead. They're like, "I think I think he's I think he's a little warm. Get this man a pizza stat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but somebody crushing Advil on a pepperoni. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he's not himself. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but it, it, I, I would say for the that that particular. I mean, look, Marcus Up. It was a great shot. He went near post. Uh, I, I think Stephen Fry did the thing of. of if, presuming where the shot was going to go before it was taken, right? Because he shouldn't, for as how good of a keeper he is, he probably shouldn't get beat near post there. No,
1: uh, it the wasn't Albert goal. There's no way. I don't think anyone could have seen that. No one expected that no. shot. To, if there were three keepers in goal that day, <laughs> none of them would have gotten that.
2: Well, way. well, Stephen Fry did get a hand on. The, on the ball but it was going to go in regardless if if he got a hand if on it he got a
1: head on it that would have taken his head off
2: <laughs> well that that second goal uh even even though he got a hand on it and it did go in uh it reminded me remember, did you shake Stephen Fry's hand when we were at the all-star game yes i shook his hand too i know and and kale gave him a high five right but i remember when i shook his hand how tiny my hand felt in in his in his
1: palm not just that It comes at you the way, like, if someone made a hand out of cinder block... <laughs> sure. That's the weight at which the hand comes at you. Thick,
0: thick hands. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. man
1: <laughs> just big ass hands. Yeah. That that should not be the way hands are. I mean, that's just it was too big. It was so funny. Like, it was taped up, and I'm like, your hands are invincible. Why are they why are your knuckles <laughs> you taped up? You don't need tape on those knuckles. Yeah, but now when I think of uh after
2: I shook his hand, I, I look back at some of the saves that he's made, but it, it legitimately uh I, I legitimately feel like the dude has like stronger hands than a lot of other keepers. Right. I don't know if he does like hand exercises. Also, I don't know. I
1: don't you know. You high-fived every <laughs> keeper though.
2: But it's, yeah, I don't know. We're That's, on our way there. It's a theory. I don't know, like, uh, I, I don't know what kind of uh, self-pleasure exercises
1: these <laughs> these goalkeepers do to keep their hands strong. But. I mean, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. I, I suggest they start stuffing sausages on the weekend. Because, uh, those, I mean, those guys I mean, if Stephen Fry Isn't the biggest keeper either No, but the And look at the size of his but, his, his bear paw his Yeah His shaved bear paw uh, so we weren't far from Tim Howard at MLS All Star. We should have been like yo, yo Timmy, let me see them hands, bro. <laughs> he punches you in the face. I'm like, no, no, we didn't say let me catch them hands. We just let me see it's them. It's very, yeah, it's a, it's very important the the words you use. In the scenario, you're the one who gets punched. That's hilarious to me. I'm the one who yells it. You get punched in the face. Uh, but yeah, he couldn't. Yeah, there
2: was nothing he was gonna do about that that Roland Alberg uh, shot and. But you know, but the the, the Sounders they had a, a great opportunities uh, to easily tie this game. I mean, you know, I, I think the most glaring one was uh, the, the the pass from Nicolodero to uh, to Clint Dempsey, wide open, right in front of the net, in in front of Blake, and he 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 takes a touch he traps
1: it on his chest yeah he tries to bring it down as opposed to head it as supposed to head it take it off the chest what are you doing yeah also when you saw your buddy fail doing the same thing before (laughs) it's like you know you guys are renting jet skis like i think i could jump this dock and he dies and you're like all right i think i could do it too you know makes no sense he wasn't mad enough (laughs) so
2: but he did uh like yeah in hindsight he probably should have just headed the ball he took he took a touch but with the after he took the touch he skied it over uh over the bar, uh, and it just looked, yeah, just like it just looked like the the wrong decision. But when when Clint Dempsey got into the match, he, I, I think
1: he he was what the team needed to like uh, to add to any kind of spark. Uh, he clearly did. Yeah, we talked that. about it with Siege. It's, yeah. uh, you know, again, I never expected when he comes on that he is that guy. But maybe it's just one of those things where, like, you know, he understands where the players are going to be. The players understand where he's going to be. Uh, so everyone's comfortable with him when he has the ball at his feet. But I, I like when,
2: when Clint Dempsey comes into the game as a sub because it it, it it clearly looks uh, the game looks different and and he he has more energy than the rest of the players on the field. Also, he's dangerous from everywhere, like within thirty yards. Yeah, he's but dangerous. he. But I love this. Is what I love about Clint. And Tell me what you love about Clint. What I love about Clint, uh, I, I love that he is—he's one of the more uh, low-key, stylish players in in MLS. Where
1: he—he's—he's he, smooth, tackers,
2: smooth. He has—he has style, and yeah. he's, not, he's not afraid to bring it, uh, even when you're down one nothing. Yeah, you know, and and there were a couple of plays where he did like uh, uh, some back heels uh, and just like kind of. Uh, pull the ball back And then kind of uh, uh, And then hit it to to the opposite foot Right And And it was just like yeah I just love seeing that Because he he can confuse
1: Some defenders from time to time Yeah he never Like you know like a car that uh, Some cars look like they're going fast Even when they're parked What? Have you ever heard of that? They design a car, a car to make it look fast Even uh, when it's like, parked
2: Yes yes Sort of like a, Like a sports car Ergonomically like, Yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It Clint's like a minivan but with like a like a jet engine in it, you know what I mean. Like he doesn't look like he's ever going to be as fast as he does. He doesn't look like he's going to be as smooth and as stylish as he does. Yeah. And when he when he shows up, he's just a beast. He, he looks like a, he looks when he's running. He looks like he's just smoking a cigar on a patio. Yeah. You know what he's
2: I mean? a he's a he's a little trickster. Little trickster.
1: <laughs> what is what's Clint up to? You <laughs> how dare you be that disrespectful to Clint? <laughs> <laughs> Call him that disgusting word, trickster. Oh,
2: it's great. I love I love seeing it because he really uh, you know in the last few games he's obviously not you know hasn't been starting too too often uh but it's nice to see that it's also
1: the end of the season let let the man get a little rest before the uh playoffs okay we'll see what uh, how Schmerz is going to use him what would you do what would you do would you start him and then sit him or would you play him at the end what do you think is better for him because the my big fear is what happened to toronto last year is that they're just going to get into the playoffs and they're just not going to have the juice and someone else is
2: uh I don't know, Dempsey, I I feel like I would would start him and then maybe give him 60, 70 minutes and then sit him.
1: Right, or at least bring him out. Like, yeah, yeah, 60 minutes. I think
2: he's too important to the chemistry
1: of the team to to be a super sub but, although you do get the benefit of like if it's not going well you bring him in and it immediately goes well I, I mean you, if you it, start him it might not go well if you you weigh your options you weigh your options uh, I mean well yes I'm asking you to make a decision a, and and me. I just
2: said I said weigh I start him over <laughs> or having him even though he can, he can be a super sub I I made my Point very clear. I wasn't waffling, okay? <laughs> you, you weigh your I, options. Oh, do you weigh your options Christian? Uh, let me can I finish my point? <laughs> because you know, this is this is how sports talk radio is, guys. One somebody says one thing, <laughs> the other guy says another thing, and then they argue about it.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Oh, <laughs> exactly. I love it. Okay, this is sports radio 101, but
1: you got to weigh your options. Okay. Like, uh, well, was- I probably would start him too. My big fear is that you don't have another option. If it doesn't go well with him starting, you're like, well, we tried. Well, their option is what?
2: Will Bruin, right? Or, uh, I mean, it's not. they're not equivalent, but... When you weigh those options, Here it is. there's there's pros and cons, Alexis.
1: Oh, is that how it's
2: done? <laughs> All right. <laughs> there's there's good things that
1: can come with any decision. I would suggest putting those in the pro column.
2: <laughs> yes, those, those would go oh, directly under the pro column. And uh, let me just make sure that, to let you know the pro column is underlined. Yes. Uh, to differentiate <laughs> yeah. it from the other words that are under it. Some
1: people would even bold it,
2: <laughs> which is very bold of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh clearly there's decisions to make, but uh my opinion is you start the man because yeah. he's
1: that good. Yeah, I say run him into the ground. Let him play 90. <laughs> Who cares about the playoffs?
2: <laughs> Let uh next game let's go over to uh New York against DC. What, what what this uh this start this is called something. This is the interstate something rivalry, the this yeah. is called something. Ninety five? The I ninety five
1: Darby? Darby? Is there There it can't be a Darby then i the 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 ninety five classical? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, you should. Yeah, it's called something. Let uh, us know. There's something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's look, and uh, I know the Red Bulls' biggest rival now seems like it's the NYCFC, but there's no historically no bigger rival, no bigger team that they hate more than DC, and vice versa.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting because DC, even though they have they've been having a terrible, terrible year, they yeah. show up for these
1: games. Oh boy, do they! Uh, and this game uh, is no different. Three-three, but great game. Great game. A lot of back and forth, which is what you want to see. The Red Bulls ended
2: up uh they scored first, but they were down 2-1 at some point. Uh goals, uh, a brace from Tyler Adams. Tyler, man. This that kid, that, he, that
1: kid is a monster. He is uh he's the Jonathan Lewis of uh of the Red Bulls. You know, they look they they look I will say though he's had more playing time and he's been way more consistent yeah. than Jonathan Lewis. They both have shown amazing flashes of brilliance. <laughs>
2: Yes, and, and Tyler Adams also looks like a little baby boy, oh uh, just God. like Jonathan Lewis. Little guy.
1: <laughs> uh, he's a New York State kid. Uh, seems to me like he's right in line to you know maybe start playing with the men's national team. That's a possibility. Uh, just from the skill. I mean, look, he's probably got another year or two before that's considered. I, I believe, I'm almost positive. I looked this up, but I can't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm 99.9% sure he's a part of the men's national, youth or the youth national yeah, yeah. team, Mark. Uh, uh, build up or whatever I was going to say there. There's words that were supposed to come out of my mouth there that did not, but whatever. Um, clearly has a ton of skill. I mean, these are the players that we're starting to develop. We, as in the nation, Um and it's it's exciting when you see this. Uh, you know, it's exciting when you see the things that uh, Jordan Morris can do. It's it, these are all, all these things are very exciting. The big question for me is consistency. Tyler Adams has had moments where he's dipped, but he's also very young. But a game like that against DC, I mean, geez. Yeah, that first goal was uh, was quality. Uh, he he got a cross from uh,
2: Connor Lade. yeah, uh, and and he just blasted it to the roof of the far post. Uh, yeah, not not. Not a, a a typical shot you see, you know, you expect from from the, from the young guy. Yeah, he's clearly, I think he's the youngest player on the team. Uh, and uh, and uh, another uh, footnote that uh, the keeper Steve Clark, remember Steve Clark? Of course, from uh, from uh, Columbus against uh, against Portland. Uh, <laughs> the guy who gave up the goal seconds, 27 seconds, twenty seven seconds in. Uh, yeah, he was uh he was a guy that got scored on. He didn't he did not look. Great. No, this game he 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 did give up three goals. I I think the the sec the I forgot which was the second goal. Uh, but the 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 goal. Uh, there there was one goal that that he kind of did a similar thing that Stefan Fry did, but this was even worse. He, he 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 guessed. No, he didn't guess where the shot was going to go. He he juked <laughs> to the direction like right. of where he wanted the player to like like. Pretend, uh, you know, it's it's very bad. It looks bad when it looks keep, like
1: he tried to psych the player out. Try to psych him out, yeah. like, hey,
2: hey, this. What is, if I go here? What if I go here over here? Huh? And it's
1: like, oh well, you're not there, so I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I'm just going to shoot. The it's other like a guy who's bad at fighting. He's like, oh, what if I put my hand up here and wiggle, and you just punch him right in the face? That's exactly, that's exactly, what, exactly what happened. <laughs> exactly what happened. <laughs> it look, it look. When a keeper does it, it looks really, really stupid.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, and he did exactly that he 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 faked the one direction uh, uh where he was going to dive right and the just shot it the other way as soon as he did that uh and it and it just yeah it looked really really bad but um uh but three goals uh this game ended 3-3 how how uh disappointed uh must the red bulls be they they gave up just they they had three points right there uh, Paul Areola. And they need it. They need it. They desperately it.
1: need it. Guess what? DC don't care. <laughs> I mean, look, I know the players care, but what I'm saying is they're not going anywhere near the playoffs. Uh,
2: but this was. Uh, Paul Polariola was, first of all, great in this game. Also, Patrick Mullen. Patrick Mullen, after the four goal game uh, he had, uh, I think, a week ago or two yeah. weeks ago. And, uh, he, he, you know, it sucks to find your form when the team, when the, when the, the the points don't really matter. Right. But this was. Uh, uh, I I think you we're seeing games like this where Paul Ariel... like if Paul Ariel is not in the, on this team, the, the, these these are not these wouldn't be the results you get for, for DC.
1: The players look so much better. I mean, I can't explain to you how free Patrick Mullins looks. Yeah, like he looks like he's like, oh, I'll just go over there. This guy's gonna give me the ball. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, and and even when Patrick Mullins was with NYCFC, he he never. Was the this he was a he was a striker, but he he was never the kind of guy that was uh uh you know he wasn't taking shots from
1: like outside the box
2: and doing all this right, stuff.
1: but he also didn't have a Maxi Morales or something like that to play with, you know what I mean?
2: Sure, but n- neither did davia And Davia uh, found I mean, found you, a are way. You comparing Mullins, <laughs> and David?
1: Jesus, look, we love. But I'm, just, I'm just
2: saying Come that on. the the, the, t- the type of game that Patrick Mullins plays and the uh, and 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 David Villa are, are like not, they don't work together. Right. You know, this is why uh, Coley and Villa on, on the field at the same time, it just doesn't really, you, you don't really see a, a, a poacher and Villa work that well together. No, not at all. So, but, but Mullins at, at DC uh, uh, in that role is great. Like he, he, feed me the ball, get me the ball, get me the rock. I'm going to, I'll do work with
1: it. He is one of those talents that can make their own shot and can poach. And he kind of does both really well. Not 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 necessarily great at either one, mm-hmm. but he has both of those tools in his locker. You know what I mean? So, or on his belt, I should say. Uh, you know, can he continue this form? I mean, he's probably one of the players that doesn't want the season to end at all. He's like, no. No, oh, I'm just getting started. Records are going to be broken if you <laughs> let me keep playing. You know? <laughs> Is it too late to trade him? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, I mean, he did uh, earn the... Earn his money. I mean, I think that he left DC m- probably because NYCFC wasn't going to pay. I think he, he got like three hundred or four hundred thousand, four hundred yeah. k. Uh, so, I mean, he's earning. He's earning the check. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's putting the goals uh, in, in the net. Uh, but this game was three two up until about the eighty eighth minute, or I think, or maybe it might have been like ninetieth. Um, A cross from Paul Areola and then. Uh, center back, I believe. I think it's a Fidel Escobar, yeah. Uh, which are great, two great names of, of uh, <laughs> <laughs> two countries are freaking out right now. <laughs> um, but he. Uh, he does. He, I
1: mean, just a poor decision. So your name is King Jung Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
2: what an interesting choice, yeah. uh, Adolf, but <laughs> not
1: yeah, Adolf Stalin. Wow, wow very yeah. Wow.
2: Most most parents shy
0: away
1: from those <laughs> yeah, names. Yeah, but yeah. Wow, they really went. <laughs> Some take a left. You took a hard right.
2: <laughs> but the. Across from Paul Ariola, Fidel Escobar tries to clear the ball, but with with his inside leg, which is he's, he's so he's facing the goal and uses his right leg to stop a cross that's coming from the right side. Which looked like a shot. And then played like a shot and
1: got past the keeper like a shot.
2: Yeah, it looks... That's sort of the move when you want to redirect the shot so that the keeper can't really guess. It's one of those redirects where you don't even know where it's going to go.
1: Right, you're just getting a boot on
2: it. You're getting a boot on it and you're you're hoping it gets past them. Uh, And... And that's exactly what it did. It got past Luis Robles. Uh, a bad choice. I mean, uh, it, it, it. You don't have much time to think. The cross was coming very quickly. You 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 stick a leg out there just to yeah. just to stop it. Uh, but you know, I, and I, I've been noticing this at the more I've been playing soccer, where um, I I choose the leg I'm going to use before the pass comes by. You know what I mean? So I, as soon as I I envision. Uh, uh uh where like if it's if the ball's coming from the from the right side I'm like oh I'm gonna use the my left leg to to try to get it in the goal or whatever right. so it, it, it was one of those things where uh he didn't make the, like it, he wasn't prepared. It wasn't prepared. It's like, you don't, you don't make the, uh, it's, if it's coming from the right side, you, you have more balance. Uh, if you use, and you have more time, even right. if it's a fraction of a second, you have more time. If you stick your left leg out, than then trying to come use,
1: across with the other one. Yeah, yeah. Cause your
2: right leg is closer to, to the ball. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah, which a bad decision. He was, uh, the face Jesse Marsh made, Oh just he was like
1: karma. Hey, so just
2: those moments are they suck and, yeah. and and you can't even you know the camera's are cl- clearly on on the coach and uh, some coaches don't care. Some coaches don't care, but he Jesse March was clearly like
1: "Yeah, holy shit for real? But it was also like the <laughs> you know how hard we work to not let goals in and you do it for them, <laughs> you
2: know? Yeah, and Escobar was kind of uh was smiling during uh during it where after it happened cuz it's like I mean that not, not, it's not the time to laugh,
1: but it but was it's just a, that like that smile gonna, was like the frustration. The of, frustration, yeah. It's so, sometimes you're like, there used to be times when I was young where like if something awkward is happening, I would start laughing, and it was just like my body going, well, We don't know what to do here." Yeah. So do this thing, and you're like, "Well, this doesn't fit at all." Yeah, the situation. It
2: just sucks because of how desperately the Red Bulls need those points. Yeah. I mean, they do have a game in hand. They are, th- I believe, three points ahead of. Uh, of uh, who's in uh, seven, Montreal? Montreal. They're three points ahead, uh, but I mean, they just—they're just, they're not getting—they're four points ahead, but they're not just—they're just not getting results. At, at, you know, ever. Beat. But they also have, before, a, they before have a game they, in hand as well. They have a game in hand, but before the Open Cup, uh, I think they haven't uh, won a game. I don't. I, I don't know if they won their Wednesday game. Uh, I don't think they did. I think they lost to Toronto. Uh, but they—they they just haven't won like the last like yeah. 10 games. I mean, they just, they're just on a really, they had just in terrible, terrible form. Uh, so th- this was like their they're way out of it,
1: getting those three points. And, uh, you know. Uh, well, them and FC Dallas both need like, they need a big game to like rattle or they need a big comeback. Sure. A big comeback. Something that will, you know, inspire the team. Because, you know, the New York Red Bulls, as well as they've played this season and as badly as they played, they clearly have the talent to be in the MLS Cup playoffs. They can't let that slip by. So they have a game in hand. Use it. Use it to your advantage. Get those three points. Put yourself in prime position. Even just arrest some players. They don't have the ability to arrest anybody. They're certainly not going to get in second place, so they're not going to get a bye. So they're literally going to have to be just hoping that, you know, uh, BWP's legs can continue going the way they have been and that everyone else is just going to maintain form. You know, maybe part of it is also maybe that's good for the Red Bulls. You know what I mean? Maybe putting them back in that sort of underdog position is something that they can thrive in because it seems like they have in the past.
2: Well, uh, now that there is uh, we were talking about earlier there, there there is that uh news of that 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 orlando FC Dallas game might be forfeited yeah by, by FC Dallas which means Orlando gets three points and then there will be one point behind uh the Red Bulls they don't have a game in hand but it, so that, the Red
1: Bulls can make it four or can make it very interesting
2: yeah and I know how i mean it would be devastating every every team every other team in the eastern Conference has clinched their playoff spot except for that sixth uh position so it's re- very much up for grabs, but how devastating would it be if the Red Bulls will lose on the loss on top of the loss of the, the at the U.S. Open Cup, also not make the playoffs. Like uh, it, 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 I you know, honestly I would love uh, to. I would I would prefer of all teams for them to make it because uh, we might either see uh, Atlanta against the Red Bulls in that in that game at, at the Mercedes Benz. That might be the first round if Atlanta. They could still get that second place position. If they went out, they will be in second place. So then that would mean that uh, NYCFC uh, and the Red Bulls will be playing their uh, their 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 playoff that that uh, that single elimination at Yankee Stadium, uh, which would be or Hartford or Hartford. <laughs> There's a it's chance just, the Yankees are in at, the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's a be- it's a beautiful home, <laughs> a beautiful home game at. Or for Connecticut.
1: Uh, God, I hope that doesn't happen.
2: Uh, but that would be an interesting first round. I mean, uh, so it, it, uh, compared to any of the other teams, uh, or you know what, or if Orlando makes it, uh, and, and Atlanta's in third, that first game, Orlando, Atlanta, first playoff game. That I mean, it'd be hot. That'd be amazing.
1: <laughs> Atlanta versus Orlando in the playoffs? Yeah. That'd be exciting. So, I wonder which one MLS wants more. Uh, but like this, MLS has no,
2: they have no bearing on. They have no interest in. Oh, they could care less what's happening. <laughs> They're just like, how are the shirt sales? All right, I'm out. Well, some some people are suggesting that if MLS enforces this rule. Uh, they 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 could uh, effectively influence who who does
1: make it in the playoff. But isn't this ridiculous if they enforce the rule? You mean the rule that's the they rule put that in place <laughs> that, that, that's what's what's supposed to happen? I think if the rule doesn't get followed, then that's questioning. Okay, yeah, what's happening? That makes sense. Uh,
2: it, it is one of those things where, it, it, I mean, it, it is a legitimate rule. It it seems so innocuous that
1: harsh for no reason, but it's there. But it is there, and and they the players do. And we're not law and order comedians, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, we're not here to be like follow the rule of the law or else (laughs) you get in trouble. If anything, we're madly legal on this podcast. I've admitted to some terrible things I've done in my past. That said it's there and the teams know it and yeah. they tweeted about it okay like in this russia investigation the tweets are going to come up in this investigation
2: let's look the up tweets they the, find the emails the tweets don't
1: <laughs> lock them up lock them up <laughs> Gate <Relegate> fc Dallas. <laughs> yeah yo you're playing miami fc in the playoffs now uh it's true they tweeted about the, the change and then they put the kid in look Real Madrid got kicked out of Copa del Rey because of this. Oh sure, you know what I mean. What, what makes you what makes you think this isn't going to happen? Now, if it doesn't happen, people are going to have questions. Then, yeah, then that's perfect. if it does happen, you are like, well, what are you going to do?
2: Yeah, and FC Dallas is also a team that does not want
1: to lose points. They the Western Conference is incredibly open. This, I mean, they're setting records at how bad they've been playing the second half of the season. Yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, this is
1: the biggest collapse I've ever seen. The biggest collapse you've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Were you going to make a fat joke
2: and come think of one? And that's exactly what you were going to do, wasn't it? it you was. son of a bitch. It was, wasn't it? It was not. Yes, you were. 100%. No, no. I was honestly, I was thinking of like, just com- why Why are you co- comparing it as. like a, There is a, a lot of hyperbole when it comes to just like t- talking about sports. Sure. So it was just like. Yeah, don't let them peek behind the curtain. <laughs> I'm like the biggest ever. I mean, wow. It's just... They, they, Have they're, you they're, seen a bigger collapse they're a couple, in MLS? There are a couple points from a playoff spot. I mean, they, If they were in
1: last place, if they were... These, they were like in the supporters' uh, shield lead at one point. Not won, lead, but they, they, they were won, up there. They
2: won the double. They did it last season. So, I mean, I don't know. Is it the biggest? I don't want to... I don't want to comment on that. Who cares if it's the big? They're not playing with. It. They're playing like
1: trash. Listen, and you can comment on whatever you want. It's not like any of this is recorded. Okay, <laughs> it's not like there's audio or video of it. Just say whatever you want. Exactly.
2: Um, let's let's move on. Uh, let's let's talk about Orlando because Orlando did they, their midweek game was against New England, and they almost uh, gave uh, New England another another <laughs> rev wedding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as they uh, as said, uh, six. They lost six to one an early uh, uh, uh red card for uh for Kwasi Yeah. Uh, from uh which wh- I, there were a couple Earlier this season, I think he had another red car. He's, he's just generally like, he's a, he's a, a, an aggressive he's mid. He's a big man. He's a big man. Yeah, and then we saw, you know, New England kind of uh, tries to uh, push people around. Right, they body dudes. Uh, they body dudes. And uh, sometimes you get caught. And you get caught, man. That and is he, what it is. And he got a red uh, uh, video review. Was he's used. a soldier.
1: He knows the game.
2: And, uh, and he was sent off in, what, the 10th minute? And uh, New England has just, they, they just have the worst luck. I mean, it's just like, they, they've, I, there was another game where they had another, an uh, early red card, but they are, a, yeah, they're a team that, uh, uh, they just, they have not caught any breaks, uh, no, not many this season. And then in, in the, in the, in the final few games when they were, you know, they, they, they were some chances that they could still make the playoffs. Uh, they've just, yeah, they just haven't done it. But this game, they lose to, especially to Orlando, which is a, a team that has not played well the last couple of weeks. To lose six to one, uh, even even with a man down, still uh, losing six, it really just says like, wrap wrap up the season, yeah, guys. Yeah. We're That's done. Cool.
1: Here. What are we gonna do in the off season? Let's go to Disney. <laughs> We're here. I'm uh, I, it's frustrating because of the amount of talent they have on that team and watching them go down to 10 did not make them play any better, you yeah. know, and it's hard and frustrating to see. But, you know, Orlando needed these points. Yeah, they needed this. They have not been playing great. They've been getting a lot of draws. Tom Dwyer scored his first goal in front of his home fans. What? Yeah. It took what? A it took a while. <laughs> you know how many people gathered at the airport dog this is your first home goal <laughs> come on man yeah the, uh not not for the want to try but uh you know it certainly has been gutting it out trying to get it but ha- make it happen but i mean to not have scored until now is shocking yeah, um, yeah i mean
2: he did i have uh he got a goal he got the away goal he got the away goal at, at atlanta i think yeah. that was the first one he got yeah um uh he had Two, yeah, he had two, and then Laron had the third one. Yeah, uh, at the at the bench, but the, uh, it, you know he, he, yeah, he definitely does put it in the effort. Uh, I think the it, it is a matter of like figuring out that chemistry. He he did get traded there uh, mid season, and uh, uh, he did take that. Uh, like he he tried to go for that like not bicycle kick but you know that like a like a like a flying scissor kick
1: yeah and uh, and and missed it he whiffed on it you know just like that's gotta hurt <laughs> you know when you like launch yourself in the air and you don't hear the sound you were expecting it to make and you're like oh this is gonna this is not gonna be done he on misses, the way down. he misses it but then uh, Kaká uh, cleans it up cleans it up
2: which uh, Kaká
1: showing signs that maybe he's not done I thought he was done I said he was done uh,
2: I don't I don't uh, look he he he. he he, you know, I think I've mentioned this at an earlier podcast, but you know, he he reminds me a little of, of like the of of Pirlo, kind of like when it comes to defense. I, I don't think he's like, I I don't want to say he's not, you know, trying. He's not willing to track back. You know, I if it, when it comes to uh, you know offense. Versus defense You know I think Pirlo Is like an 80-20 guy Where he's like I'm 80% focused on offense And yeah, just 20% look.
1: not giving a fuck About defense <laughs> <laughs>
2: Defense ain't for me dog Nah son <laughs> I mean you got people You got people back there You guys have fun I, mean, yeah. much, I just want to ruin your fun Yeah Because yeah, yeah. I see how
1: fun The defense is <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean Why would I take that Away from you I, w- I wouldn't there I mean could you imagine How disrespectful that would be If I took your job Away from you <laughs> You would not like that Notice how I don't let you Send balls perfectly <laughs> <laughs> to the uh front of the field. It's uh, yeah, it's, he's a reasonable he, I'm I, it's all about compromise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a but, compassionate individual. But
2: with Kaka, I think it's you know, maybe 60-40, you know, where he's like uh,
1: wait, you know, he he that, you got to get him upset to get him back there defending.
2: Sure. Uh and uh yeah, and, and you know, or or when he wants to like uh fishhook uh, Aurelian Collin
0: or something.
2: <laughs> Was still one of the <laughs> oddest things that's happened all season. Um uh, but yeah, but he I I I think he still has a, a lot left in him. Uh and and he he that that the was it the first goal I think that he scored? Uh I think it was uh, the top corner. The first goal, yeah, the top corner. Yeah. Which is great. I mean uh Classic Kaka. Yeah. He's uh he still has it. He still has uh something to prove. Uh, obviously, this uh, this result with uh, and, and this decision with FC Dallas and all this stuff is going to affect if they make it into, into the playoffs. But it'd be nice to see Orlando in the playoffs for once. I mean, how many how much time do they need? They have they they get great players. I mean, it, it's weird to, to to hear a team with the lineup of Dwyer, uh, Laren and Kaka and. And and not be in the playoffs and not just like yeah
1: for sure you know it, it has Kaká Kaká's never even been in the playoffs no no this is the can third. he go his whole career without being in the MLS playoffs the embarrassment
2: the embarrassment. I mean yeah all his buddies in, in Serie A are gonna be like whoa this guy never made the playoffs you were trying bro <laughs> <even> try-
1: <laughs> his kids his kids on the phone with Dom Dwyer and he's like what are you talking to Dom well, he's, he's been in the playoffs. <laughs> You <laughs> just tell me What it's Dom like won, did, did
2: Dom win a cup With Sporting yeah, Kansas City Yeah 100% He yeah. did right
1: In what 20 He won I think 3 2013 2014 He might have won 3 uh, US Open Cups I know he won 2 Yeah he's been there A long time He might have won 3 Yeah yeah
2: So um... Yeah
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. That was weird You become a detective In the 20s <laughs> Yeah he has
2: uh, on, <laughs> so I was gonna Do the introduction To yeah. this next one In the detective voice
1: And I'll tell you Another thing I'll tell you
2: Another thing Chicago Yeah Chicago yeah. Against NYCFC
1: Yeah they draw But did they draw We'll find out Right after this commercial but No one's paying attention anymore Because we're doing These stupid voices <laughs>
2: uh, And finally Chicago uh, Fire Played against NYCFC Over the weekend
1: The Chicago Fire
2: Chicago Fire uh, <laughs> uh, our, bo- our boy Might have yet Interesting A return to uh, Chicago 4 Sean Johnson. Johnson There was a great video Of Sean Johnson's uh, You know Saying what up To the To the Just fire
1: fans Going over Shaking some hands Telling him he misses them uh, And yep. who do we see In the cowboy hat <laughs> mad Mad
2: how yeah just uh dude when and
1: and it's one of those things was like of
2: course of course he would be there for sure of course he would be you know uh uh you know just just chanting and screaming in sean johnson's face in Uh, the middle of it all (laughs) and that's and and we love it we love it And, and he he is not even the dude doesn't take a day off no he doesn't That's really what it is man It's just like uh, The the passion he has for the team And and, and uh, it, it, Like To the Like equivalent to like You know uh, 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 He looks like a Like a fangirl At an NSYNC concert Yeah When he sees Sean Johnson NSYNC <laughs> Yeah he
1: does He uh ah! yeah he's uh, one direction for everyone who's not over thirty five uh he um he has that passion for uh for Sean Johnson, but it just it let me know. Because they said like the video even said like the milkman's back or whatever, yeah. and I'm like milkman. No one calls him that. It right. But it just lets me know how how important he was to the uh Chicago Fire. He yeah. was there for a while. Yeah, and I think he won three U.S. Open Cups with SKC back <laughs> when he was with Chicago. What? Yeah, I think that but that makes, yeah, sense. That makes uh, really co- sense. It's confirmed.
2: It they did. Yeah, we
1: confirmed that. We just did eight callbacks <laughs> in one day. All right. Uh, but
2: this game one one and oh boy, as NYCFC
1: fans, how isn't rushed? it funny that it's one one yet nobody won? Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yeah, we all lost. Uh, Biggest loser of the night, Maxi Morales. Maxi Morales. I mean,
2: this is this is this is. We can dedicate this entire. Uh, segment. Yeah. We can we can talk about an hour about this. Can the we se- say
1: this is a new segment? This is the what is you doing of the week. <laughs> yo, what is you doing? <laughs> what is you doing, dog? Yo, <laughs> yo, Maxie, Come right quick because we need to ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, just come over here real quick. Real just quick. Real sit quick. down let me, right in front of us. Let me just whisper something right in here, real quick, real quick. What is he doing, yo, homie? What is you doing? <laughs>
2: because you, you, you got, you know, you the team, the defenders defended well. They, 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 they collected the ball.
1: Uh, they gave the ball to someone who is got a, a an entire career of knowing what to do with the ball. He is perfect with the ball. He is This is the guy. He is the he
2: is the guy with that when you want possession, he is a, he has a magnet in his boot. Yes. The, the the ball is stuck to him. You aren't you want are not taking the ball off Low him. center of gravity. It's a tiny tiny he is Ant-Man. He yes. turns on the little thing and, yes. and gets tiny and that's it. And you can you can't get the ball away from him. you can't uh, he he's just stronger than you because of help because of that low center of gravity. He looks
1: like a U14, <laughs> but he's got the skill of an O40. <laughs> uh
2: but Max Morales Receives the ball In the You know
1: In in the final third in, In Chicago's final third but he immediately starts to get pressured by Polster, and we've talked about Polster. When he's in the game, they tend to win. Yeah. So he's, well, as he's soon as he really s- good.
2: As soon as he senses this pressure from Polster, he's like, you know what? I gotta bring this inside my
1: box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what I should do? Why don't I just walk this over nicely? <laughs> because to my keeper.
2: Because that's where I feel safe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going home. I'm gonna take my ball and I'm going home. So what he does is he starts to dribble it, realizes he's got pressure from Nikolic now on the other side. Yeah. So he can't go across the face of the goal. Now he's aiming himself to Towards the goal. And then what he does instead of clearing it, which he could have done at any. Point. So
2: many opportunities. <laughs> and you see the rest of the team. You see uh, Frederick Briong. You see Alexander Ring. Collins. Collins. You see everybody. Even Sean Johnson's start,
1: like, just give it to me. No,
2: but you see them uh, stop playing. They stop playing soccer because they know who Maxi Morales is. Right. And they know that he's going to make the right decision. Right. Uh, and there's no way that he's just going to go walk back to the goal when and he's being that, pressured by two defenders.
1: This guy can get an assist on either side of the field. This is why I like him. <laughs> Okay, not only can he get an assist, a perfect assist to David Villa, sending a perfect ball, but he put it out there for Nikolic, who has shown that if there's even a small amount of space in that box, he will find a way to score. He, you know, Nikolic was like, "Did that count?" <laughs> Nikolic scored that ball. Like, if you don't know, uh, Maxi Morales was dribbling and then he tried to shield Polster away from the ball. Forgot Nikolic was there, or maybe yeah. did not realize Nikolic was there. And Nikolic just had the ball in front of him. There was a hesitation. Go back and look at that video. I guarantee you there's a hesitation. Where Nicholas just like, am I loud? Am I allowed? Did somebody blow the whistle? Is this part of the game? I mean it, it did look like those
2: uh <laughs> again, and I and I have this frustration with with uh for Play, South American players Specifically Yeah Because a is by Argentinian Right Right And and it's one of those and you hate Argentinians I hate Yeah I've
1: said it very very much Add them to the list everybody <laughs> Christians taking names <laughs> Only Argentinian ones though That's it You better not You better not be Italian Not as speak Spanish bro You get on that list
2: <laughs> But no I, I get I have this restriction Because a lot of the South American players And specifically the Argentinian ones Are They have this presumption of like, if it's a foul in South America, it's going to be a foul in in in
1: Chicago. Or yeah, or th- that should have been a foul in every other country. Yeah. Well, it, you've played in MLS for an entire season at this point. Uh, just, just yeah. uh, clear the ball.
2: you if this pollster w- did not foul
1: him at all. No, he, he literally did not foul him. Look, there, w- there was. When when he tried to shield the ball, which is sort of like, you know, boxing out in basketball, Polster does kind of bring his arm down a little bit, but it's nowhere near enough. No. I mean, what what do you want it to be a penalty the other way? Like, I don't (laughs) understand what you're getting. It was uh, this was done in the other box. It might be called the penalty.
2: Yeah. Morales, he went when he took the ball into the box. He went in with the arrogance of there's no way I'm losing this ball without being fouled.
1: Yeah, it was also like um, it was just the cockiness of like a running back running into his own end zone, you know, to sweep around the other yeah, way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was that that thing of like, well, I'll just go this way. Yeah, And I, I got it. I mean, I'm clearly this is nothing bad's going to happen while I'm back here. <laughs> yeah, and Nikolic, again was like, I, I feel bad doing this. You know, <laughs> It's like you know, I, I, can we check if she's drunk first? <laughs> like that kind of yeah. It yeah. was just it was uncomfortable for everyone, and and is just sitting there on you know on on the floor. Looking like, why wasn't that called a foul? Everyone else was like, "Why would you even do that?" To yeah, begin with?
2: Alexander Ring was very upset after the goal went in because he 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 point he did the thing he pointed at his feet even before the the ball was taken away from Maxi. He was just like, once he saw it was like dire. He was like, "Just give me the ball, yeah,
1: just give me the ball." If all anyone ever did was th- even give them a corner, is it better? better result than yeah. giving
2: them a goal. Yeah. I, I, and just, just very out of character.
1: Yeah. M- yeah. Morales
2: is not the kind of guy. Alexander Collins, I'm like,
1: okay, I see that. Right. Brian does it. All right. I the guess. guy's not. You gotta, he, he we we, we got
2: to give one of these up per game. I understand. Yeah, yeah Mor- listen,
1: It's the, it's the uh, it's NYCFC way. <laughs> so we do things around here. Uh, but, that was the first official. Yo, what is you doing? Yo, what is he doing? <laughs> that goes to Maxim Morales this week. <laughs> so...
2: Uh, obviously they give the goal. Nicholas uh, scores the goal. He's he's I think currently golden boot leader. He's at twenty one goals,
1: right? Yes, he is at twenty one. Uh, um, David V is at twenty. Uh, someone else is at twenty. I can't remember who is at, at 20. twenty. And um, it was Joseph what, Martinez. Joseph probably Martinez probably next, is at eighteen. Uh,
2: yeah. So uh, but uh, NYCFC does. Oh, Valeri. Oh, that's right. Valery's Valeri. at twenty. Okay. Okay. So. They, uh, uh, NYCFC does tie this game with, uh, another spectacular finish from David Villa. Uh, uh, great pass from Maxi Morales. Villa. So he, made he made good. He made good. He made up for his, uh, for his error. Yeah. Uh, but, the the moment, uh, it's, there was some question of, of, if, if it was offside. I don't think it was. I think he was on, uh, I think he was level with the, the last defender, but Villa, you know after uh, kind of uh, missing a couple games after that injury in Spain uh, i think he's like you know he's finally getting his legs back yeah. and and uh, uh, and uh, looking looking like the via of uh, the beginning of the season but uh, just a great play it, it, it that v has become the the kind of guy that like what even though that goal was pretty spectacular we're so used to kind of seeing spectacular yeah, goals it's old
1: hat when he does it we're like well yeah that's the W way
2: and it was great because he he did trap the ball and then uh he just he, he he's you don't know when he's going to shoot right uh uh lampson drops uh to to stop the shot uh, I forgot who was the defender that that slid to try to stop the shot, and he's just like, "Nah, I'm a dog, I'm still going. I'm still going. I, mean, I don't know what I don't know what you guys are doing back there." Oh, that's cute. <laughs> you think you can stop me? Uh, but he does that kind of fake shot, where, where, and it's so subtle, and right. it, it's really not a, a, a drastic move uh, that you can really pick up on. He just—it's just like a little tilt of a body, he yeah. raises the arm. It looks like he's about to shoot. Uh, everybody drops to the ground, uh, and then you—you know—he's he, still going forward. And Basically uh,
1: at an open net Right It's like remember You used to play the game With your friends The flinching game Yeah You pretend you were gonna you Swing and see if they flinch it's like what happens when Via does it Is people drop to the ground You know what I mean Sure Like they hide behind the desk And you're like I don't even swing bro Get up <laughs> People
2: should be nervous People should, should be as nervous as like uh, You know Like when people flinch Like to try
1: to do a nut tap Oh nut taps are the worst
2: Nut tap That's what that's what Villa's doing he's Yeah a, <laughs> he's, He fakes a nut tap Everybody gets scared And then, and then he, he scores a goal <laughs> He scores a goal You don't even expect it
1: Nah man You're <laughs> like I, I'm not, Where did that goal come from
2: <laughs> I was too worried about the nut tap
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know those guys Do that carrying the backboard and they pretend to dunk on people that weren't. Oh unexpected. yeah, yeah. We should do that with goals. <laughs> Someone just carry a goal. I'll score on them
2: <laughs> and just do a backflip in their face. Yeah, well, I can't do that. Uh... <laughs> you gotta celebrate. Yeah, celebrate! Just uh, take my shirt off. So yeah, so that uh, so yeah, that's that's it, everybody. That's uh,
1: the, the the amount of games we covered. There were uh, a bunch of other. Uh, well, let's talk about the teams that made it into the playoffs, just in case uh, you guys don't know. Um, obviously, NYCFC and Toronto uh, won the Supporters Shield. NYCFC has made it in. Atlanta, Atlanta United and Chicago Fire. Atlanta, and Columbus Atlanta. Crew. Um, uh,
2: Col- yeah, and Columbus Crew. So, uh, and speaking of Atlanta, since we we didn't really get to talk about the game, uh, we talked about Philly. it in the beginning. We we were at the game uh, at Philly uh, yeah. at uh, in, in Atlanta against Philly and uh, and what we were so we were on the field which was cool thank you Atlanta for you know the credentials
1: and letting us be there we awesome to,
2: uh, it was it was an amazing amazing which experience. your girl
1: went your girl went she got to sit like in the, the sideline kind yeah, of yeah like yeah thank you Jay Riddle Jay, for those tickets yeah that was my uh, buddy Joe went as well what did your girl talk about the game at all did she have fun is this her first soccer game no like, I mean she's been to but I, you know like this first, first one like she sat outside close. Of, yeah.
2: outside of NYCFC. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, yeah, she had a great time. She, uh, uh, she w- where she was sitting, it was, it was basically a tunnel where the players come out of. So she got to, uh, she has videos. She high fived, um, a uh, bunch of a the bunch players. Of players yeah. uh, I think Kratz and definitely Anton Walks. She, yeah, she gave Anton Walks a little high five. That's dope. Yeah, so that was cool. Uh, but the Wagwan, Anton. watching the watching the game, uh, that close, it, it was interesting because. I felt like you. You don't being as close as we were, which is like now we sound like we're bragging, but yeah. being as close
1: as we were, we were we were in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, I mean, did you see us? <laughs> <laughs> we were we were Andrea Pierloving.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, so we were uh, behind one of the goals, and we. Uh, Watching the game when we saw the goals, we saw everything. But watching the game that close, you don't really get to see how
1: good Atlanta United is. I don't know how the coaches do it. I can't. I can't, I can't see the game from that. I angle I can't see the
2: game. I can't yeah. tell who. Like, how do you? How to start to say like, hey, move here, move. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know where anybody is. Yeah,
1: just could all of you spread out a little <laughs> bit so I could see you better.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very difficult uh, uh, to to get a grasp of of uh, positioning and what the game looks like right. from 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 that angle. It's yeah. very strange, uh, but when because so when I was watching the game over uh, on 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 MLS Live,
1: I'm like, this is this this was incredible. The Julian Gressel goal was incredible. It's, it looked so disrespectful on TV. <laughs> in person, it looked incredible. In person, it looked cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, but in on when you see it from like a higher angle, it's just like, yo, this dude did him dirty. Yo, <laughs> I, what, what did he do to you, Julian? <laughs> it, so it, it was incredible, and also watching. Uh, watching Joseph Martinez, watching Tito Viava. Th- these guys are uh, light years faster than every other player on the field. And yeah. Fafa Picot was on the field, and he was giving some people some trouble. And Fafa's a, a speed demon. But but you see Viava and and uh and Martinez, and they're they're these little these tiny men. They built like barrels, and yeah. and and they they are just so fast and they have this uh, incredible engine and they, and they never give up on a ball. Uh, they, they really don't seem to get tired. Uh, but watching it in per- watching it in person, you sort of get a grasp of that speed. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh watching the game on television you really get a grasp of how intelligent they move and how uh, and how well they they uh uh like their their movement martinez's movement off the ball is really it's what you, you see like we were behind the goal and 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 uh a lot of the times when when uh, Mar- uh when atlanta had uh, great chances to score You see like you could see the legit fear in some of the defenders faces because like Martinez is moving all around and it's just like, oh, who is he going to get the ball? When is he going to get the ball? When is this pass coming?
1: And also like there's the old thing of like split the defenders, split the defenders. You never know who's in charge of him because he's constantly running around. Yeah, it's and like you get him. He's not near me. He's near you. Oh my god, he's near me again. And the the, the
2: just smart play, the smart passes that were that were difficult to see. Uh, they they just look like they look like regular passes when you're yeah. like on the field, but when you see them, when I was watching them on television, the Viaba pass for the uh, Peterson goal. Was I mean? Who, who I didn't even see it. I was there. I'm like, don't make that pass. Like, the, yeah. there's no room to make
1: yeah. that. Why pa- would you do that? Because <laughs> it looks like the defender is going to be able to pick it off. Yeah, but I, it was hit with the perfect, like the perfect weight. It was a perfectly weighted pass.
2: Uh, and and, a, and that's the, that, we were definitely right in front. That was the side that we were on to when Peterson yeah. scored that goal. We like that he he was coming right towards. We were us.
1: celebrating with him. We're like, oh my god!
2: <laughs> and that was cool. That the, the fact that the that the Atlanta United, like uh, even the the photographers and some of the journalists we like, as opposed, you know. Sometimes you're supposed to be like media and like don't unbiased, unbiased sides. But yo, the, some of the, the, I remember one of the one of the Atlanta United, uh, the, the I don't even say Atlanta United photographer, but one of the photographers, one of the photographers there was yeah. just like, yo, for real, that wasn't offsides sides, man. Yeah, this he's is, like, yo, this bullshit. <laughs> you can't call that shit off sides. They, they like, just yeah. keep it Atlanta. That's yeah. what was great.
1: <laughs> yeah, how you gonna call it Atlanta? How you gonna call that offside Um,
2: so. Uh, Great time. Yeah, overall. Uh, We had a great time in Atlanta. We had a great time on this podcast. Uh, Thank you again.
1: Happy to be back home in New York City. Uh, Uh, Happy to be eating something that's not deep fried. mm. Mm. First time. (laughs) Um, What are these? Leafy greens? Get
2: out of here. (laughs) Not familiar. They didn't even have that in Atlanta. No, Just give me
1: french fries that are sauteed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So uh thank you again uh for listening to this uh we i mean there's a a bunch of stuff just uh, we we talk about this all the time but our, uh, you know, our iTunes reviews are, are going up and we're, we're, oh, it's a big help. We're, we actually are. We're like, I think we're, we, we moved up to like, I think we're in the top like 50 soccer podcasts in the, in the ranking. We could be doing much better though. We could. So, uh, yeah, so to all the people who have, have already reviewed and have already done that. Thank
1: you so much. But Grab your girl's phone, grab your dude's phone and review it from there as well hit That's the subscribe right. button is always helpful um, and then he's going to get it or she's going to get upset that it's constantly downloaded but maybe they'll start listening yeah uh, believe a review is huge five stars say a little something it, nice
2: it legitimately helps and you yeah. know well, maybe we can get by the end of the year maybe we can get into like the top 20 or something
1: yeah like that. and uh, we mentioned it in the commercial break but it would be a huge help uh, you know uh, Mac Weldon uh, helped get us to thank Atlanta thank you um, so if you are thinking of buying under Please, 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 please. If you're thinking of buying underwear for uh, a man in your life, please, 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 please consider going to macweldon.com and using the code Cooligans. Um, It is
2: legitimately the best underwear you will ever own. It is. It's absolutely incredible. I found. I found the underwear. Where was it? It was. It was in my luggage. It was like at the bottom of the luggage in the corner. I Ah. I didn't see it, so I thought I lost my Weldon underwear. I thought somebody like snuck into you know the the you know, like the, the, the penny fairy and, yeah. you know, and just, <laughs> the they, see, th- they see your girls and they're like, nah, man, no. take, these, <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> take these dude underwears. Cause I lost my Mac Weldon underwear for like three months. I didn't know where it was. And I'm so
1: glad I found it. Well, one, clean out your luggage more often. <laughs> and two, glad you found it. If you guys please buy just something off of Macworld <laughs> and use the code Cooligans. Yeah, do that. Like we're, we're going to start a Patreon. We're going to start some other things. Uh, you guys, a lot of you guys in Atlanta showed up and came out. If this is the first time you're listening and you've never, uh, other than maybe come see us perform live or something, you've never done anything for this podcast specifically, I would suggest leaving a review. Following us on, on, on YouTube and uh, subscribing on YouTube, and please buy something from MacWeldon.com yeah. using the code Cooligans. You'll get some money off, and the people over at MacWeldon will be like, oh my God, oh, yeah, I like these. Advertising guys. on Cooligans does work.
2: Yeah, so uh, do that. And, uh, and like, like I did say, you will not regret getting MacWeldon on the no. uh, just uh, there. Just, just, they're delicious uh, on your underparts, on <laughs> yeah. your
1: undercarriage. And by the way, they do not smell. You can wear them. We tested it out, or at yeah, least yeah. I tested it out. The, the purpose of the materials that it will not absorb the smell, so you could wear them for days. Yeah. So think the, of that. You, think about that, ladies whose men in your lives play soccer or you, do something else. Yeah, that's disgusting. you dirty dogs. Come on, go to <laughs> come Use Cooligans. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alexis Guerrero. My name
2: is Christian Polanco.
1: Together, what are we? The, the Cooligans. Cooligans!